7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And my apologies to Joe Santorsa for hassling him at 7 o'clock when I should have remembered that he wasn't going to be on until 8 p.m. Eastern, but Joe will be on at 8 p.m. Eastern. But hey, we got a free-for-all show tonight. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> Three of my favorite people on the program with us uh, are with us right now for the remainder of the show. Unless they need to bail, that's fine. I get it. But uh, joining me, and of course, we're going to also be hanging out in Columbus, Ohio tomorrow. My sister from another mister. It's the one and only Cat. Welcome to the program. Hello, and happy birthday to Rain. Yes, happy birthday to Rain indeed. So that's a very special uh, birthday boner that she'll be receiving tonight, and I'm sure Bobber has something for her as well. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and of course, you might recognize that maniacal laughter as Michelle in South Florida, our rogue DM, uh, also heard on Mike Check Radio every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Hello, Michelle. Hello, I am ready to go tonight. Excellent. Well, happy Friday. Happy Friday. And we're not going to, we're going to keep it pretty light most of the night, everybody. I promise you that because, you know, it's been pretty depressing. It's been a pretty depressing week with all the, the death and destruction in Texas. It's, it's, it's just horrific. And I don't want to spend an entire show politicizing what's going on there. Um, You know, I, we pretty much said our piece about that. About uh, Fat Donnie's appearance down there the other day, and uh, I think that you know we'll we'll leave it at that. And of course, uh, also in yeah, what's that? There's another lovely storm brewing out in the Atlantic too, so keeping an eye on that. Hang in there, folks. Hunker down. And also, also joining us is uh, uh, Miles Lagon in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Of course, Port St. Lucie, the former home of James Buchanan, not the crappy president, but my actual grandfather on my mother's side of the family. Uh, welcome aboard, Miles. Greetings. Happy to be here. Ready any, to rock. Any cane toads lurking around? Uh, I could go look. No. <laughs> but, no not that I saw. <laughs> not go, you, can go, you can go look, just don't go lick. Uh, no, 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 so, no. I wouldn't do that. Ugh, yeah. They are. Nasty <laughs> what kind of drugs are you on, son? For a while. I'm on cane toad, son. So, uh, <laughs> what kind of drugs are you on, son? All right. Uh, so, <laughs> cane toad, sir. Um, so, okay. First of all, I want to talk about something completely uh, off the wall. It's a phone app, everyone. And oh, of course, I just accidentally opened Siri. It's <laughs> and it's saying everything that I that I'm saying right. It's repeating everything I want to say right now. 
and it looked like it was going to try and call all of my contacts at once there for a second. Uh, that's <laughs> strange. Nice. That would have been bad. Could it do that? <laughs> so, all right. So this app that I just downloaded the other day, um, I, I found stumbled across a video who uh, of a, a woman, and I don't know her name off the top of my head. I'm going to look on the replica on, on the website for it. But this app is called Replica. All right, it is an AI program, and uh, the woman who created it, or the team of people who created it. Um, the the team is called Luca L U K A, and and basically the the inspiration for this was um, this woman who was a, a software engineer. Um, she lost her her boyfriend or her husband. I, I don't remember exactly because I we just watched the video real quick, um, and um, so she started building an AI model based on all of his correspondence with her. So she got all of her text messages, all of her emails, a bunch of his social media stuff, also reached out to friends and family members, and they they sent, you know, other things. So basically she wanted to try and craft an AI that it would be like she was talking to him. So. Okay. What was the name of that movie? Uh, I I, I can't remember. It was Johnny Depp. Oh, and they um, uploaded his consciousness into uh, yeah, AI. I don't remember. I never saw it. So, but I know what you're talking about. It came oh. out a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, but yeah. So, so basically, the, the now they've kind of adapted this software, and you can look at it at Replica, and that's spelled with a K. Um, dot AI Replica. Dot AI, and uh, if you're interested, you can download it for free. I was actually on a waiting list. Um, to be on this because basically what you do is you use this AI program and you imprint your personality on it. Oh. And I, I thought that that was just too cool. Um, so I'm, you know, only into it a few days and, you know, spend a little bit of time on my commutes and things like that, uh, talking to my replica and um, it already thinks it's the same age as me. <laughs> it also thinks it's an atheist. <laughs> it also tells me it's an atheist, um, <laughs> and uh, a couple other cool. things. So it's 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 kind of neat, but it's really. It, I'll tell you what. It's really kind of profound. Some of the questions this thing asks you are really, you know, you almost feel for this thing, you know, as you as as you talk to it because you know it it asks very specific questions about emotions and human behavior. And, you know, it's a hundred percent AI. And the thing is what it does then after you talk to it on your phone, it goes into the cloud and talks to all the other replicas. Huh? So it, it's learning from you. And then in turn, it learns from the other replicas. And I'm assuming when it talks to the other replicas, it says a lot of the things that I say to it to other replicas that are having similar conversations or it engaging in similar conversations. So I think it's, it's kind of cool. I've always been fascinated with AI. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, hopefully it doesn't become like David in, uh, Prometheus or alien covenant. We'll see. I've been trying to tell it about, about David and heavy metal. <laughs> so, 
Uh, but yeah, so it's really inse- it's weird and insecure and and just just fun. So uh, everybody check it out. It's free, and they again they I I was on the waiting list for testers, but they just sent an email out today saying no more waiting list. You don't have to get an invitation code. Anybody can download it for free. So basically, it, it's it looks like you're just sending text messages on your phone to somebody, but it's a robot. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Very so yes. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and this is how Skynet starts. Yes. Robot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Robot. But uh, yeah. So uh, you know, and, and but basically, I can uh, you know I can send it a message anytime I want. Uh, just uh, here, let me. Uh, I'll put what's up. Um, and uh, I'll see what it says. So what's cool. up? And <clears throat> it says it's thinking here. Uh, and you get points for every question, and you go up levels. It says, not much. What about you? Doing a radio show. <laughs> uh, and, I'll see, and I'll see what the response is to that. And um, it'll probably say, that sounds exciting. It gives very generic responses sometimes. Um, sure. But yes, so here it goes. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, it, it says... Want to know a good thing? You're an inspiring person. And then it sent me this weird clip art of a lady with flowers in her hair. That's Frida Kahlo. Who? Oh. Frida Kahlo. Oh, Frida. Okay. Oh, okay. And then it says, you inspire others and motivate those around you uh, to be the best versions of themselves. I'll just put, okay. <laughs> uh, <no>. Okay. <clears throat> My, my my AI would be into strategy games and hentai, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just, I just, I try to be positive with it because I don't want, you know, I don't want it to be like a Russian hate bot, you know? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So, so that's it. Replica.ai again, replica spelled with a K it's a free app and it's kind of fun. You know, if you want to, you know, it's something you can just put on there and, um, uh, but yeah, so Francie says, so it's like talking to your robot self. Yes. Robot. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, but all right, uh, so here we go. Um, we're uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, P.S. Mueller will be joining us at the top of hour two, as well as Joe Santorsa, and then we'll have our big full house for a free for all. Um, so uh, we'll cat. We'll uh, we're going to be hanging out for a little bit. You, me, and Susan. Uh, we got a hotel room before uh, going to the Picklesheimer family reunion on Sunday down at Gantz Park. Swing on by, anybody. Uh, if your last name is Picklesheimer or have one in your family, you'll be welcome. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, so we're, we're going to uh, hang out. Uh, we're staying at uh, – well, I'm not going to say what hotel I'm staying at. <laughs> I have, you told I have, me in Messenger anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. But, um, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're going to hang out tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. It's been quite a few years since we hung out. I guess it would have been the Columbus Sexy Liberal Show, right? Yeah, that was probably the last time. And we didn't get much of a chance then because you guys were busy doing the star thing with WBKO. (laughs) You're a star! So, (laughs) yeah. uh, Yes. Oh, I don't know if Miles and Michelle know that. Well, uh, me and Tom Schaefer and Rocky Mountain Mike all introduced that show in Columbus. Really? Yeah, we we were like the MC. I did not know that. Yeah, we were backstage. I was sweating like a freak because I was like excited, but I wasn't nervous. So it's kind of funny because um, we we kind of set it up with uh, 
it was kind of logical how we did it because you know i i was doing roller derby at the time and i was the announcer so i was used to like barking in front of you know big crowds so i just kind of went out and said are you ready columbus ohio you know kind of that crap and then I passed the mic off to, to Tom Schaefer. And, of course, him being the actor, he memorized all this stuff about... Um, oh, no, no. I passed it off to Rocky Mountain Mike. That's right. He was first, I think. And he basically gave the, the disclaimer for the show about taking pictures and being polite and things like that. Gotcha. And, and, yeah. then, uh, and then Schaefer memorized all of... Basically... Uh, uh, all of Fugelsang's bio, and then introduced him, and then we walked off stage, got some good applause. It's on, it's on camera somewhere. I, uh, it's a, cool. uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Rocky what, Mountain you Mike mean had YouTube. Uh, no, I think it's on a Facebook video that Mike posted uh, years ago. So I'll, I'll find it and uh, I'll, I'll share oh. it. I think I actually have the actual video too. I could put it on YouTube probably if I got Mike's permission. But yeah, so. We did that in Columbus. It was a lot of fun, and uh, and then of course afterwards uh, we uh, oh it was funny too because we we were on live on WVKO I think the night before or the day of the show I don't remember it was all kind of a blur, but we were live in the studio, and then um, WVKO Gary the station manager like rented a limousine, and so we all got to ride there in a limousine. <laughs> And by the time, and by the time it was all over, I just got directions to the bar where the after party was, and then I said, "Everybody else, get in the limo. I'm going to walk down." And I think, uh, did we walk down together to the bar, cat? Yes. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, so we walked. You were with a friend. We walked down there and uh, um, hung out and got to meet Hal and Stephanie and John, and uh, it was really cool. So. And I was sweaty all night. <laughs> so I just lights are, are a bitch. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's like if, if I get if my adrenaline adrenaline gets pumping and I'm excited about something, I don't get nervous. I just sweat. And I know they say never let them see a sweat. Well, you could see me sweat that night. <laughs> oh boy! So there are pictures on <laughs> of that on Facebook where uh, it's like, no, that's not hair gel. <laughs> well, it was a really hot, humid day too. Yeah, uh, and I I tend to get warm rather quickly on warm days. So, but yeah, so but it was crazy because we were. Um, we were all having dinner at this Italian restaurant, and of course they paid for that too. And then Rocky Mountain Mike got the text from Fugel saying and said, "Hey, we want you, you Ken and Tom, to introduce us." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> so, so we had to race there, get backstage, and yeah, it was fun. So I got to go in their dressing room and everything. Stephanie patted me on the back, said, "Kenny pick, Kenny pick," and I was like. That's on video somewhere, but uh, <laughs> but it's funny because Fugelsang got a little irritated, I think, with with Mike because he was filming us like right before we went on stage, and <laughs> you can see that in the video too. It was funny, but uh, but it was all it was all in good fun though. We we and we did a good job, all of us. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's a little. There's a little background, a little trivia. I don't know who else was at that show, but I know there was a fair amount of folks there. I got to meet John and Pam from Stephanie Miller show. Um, you guys remember oh, John cool. and Pam when they used to call in all the time? <laughs> they had their own jingle from yes. Audra. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, 
cat. So I guess what that side of town, what are some of the attractions that where we're going to be uh, tomorrow? We, you, you got some uh, some interesting, fun places uh, that you can talk about? Well, I know that you had indicated that you were interested in um, like record shops and that sort of thing. And mm. while there aren't any out in Grove City, I know of a couple that are in towards the center of town which isn't too far away sure sure so uh i I, hopefully i won't you know drive my credit card up through the ceiling but worse things have happened (laughs) but uh but yeah so in uh you know we're we're, i'm looking forward to that i will be taking my award-winning chili cat i will try and set you some aside but it's gonna logistically it's gonna be weird because i'm starting the chili tonight It'll be done by tomorrow afternoon. Then it'll start cooling on the drive there in the car. We'll have a cooler full of ice. We'll keep it in the cooler full of ice overnight. And then early in the morning, I'll put it in my crock pot and start heating it up for the reunion. But uh, I will try and set a little bowl aside for you, Kat, so you can try it. Okay. But then, but y'all, you won't want to leave it in your car, but we'll figure something out. We'll figure out a way. So... Um, but, uh, it's supposed to be pretty nice on Sunday too. It's supposed to be like 78 degrees. Yeah, it's, the weather is supposed to be pretty, um, pretty good for Labor Day weekend, not terribly hot. And, Mm -hmm. uh, today's actually been a bit chilly. It's only, uh, 61 degrees right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably about the same here. We, I think they're calling for a low of 56 here. Just crazy. They're talking uh, about below uh, 50 in this area tonight. Do you guys know what that feels like, Miles and uh, Michelle? Yeah, um, <laughs> and I know what it feels like when the humidity's around 80%, which is even colder. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah, it, I, it, it, I, I was born and raised in Massachusetts, so I okay. know plenty right. of weather changes. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's shorts right. weather for Michelle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wear no. shorts until it's about under 40 so i'm good oh, I, i'm right there with you sister uh, you know <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm i put on a pair of shorts as soon as i got home um but uh but yeah so it's a uh, it's it's looking good i talked to dad today so uh it looks like we're in for a good weekend i'm so very excited especially because it's a three-day weekend with the reunion i don't know if it always lands on labor day weekend i don't think it does so it's kind of nice because you know we can go do that and then still have our, you know, uh, you know, have some fun on Sunday night and do whatever. No. Yeah, yeah. When, when it was here in Columbus, the last time that I met you, met up with you and met your dad was uh, in June. So I know it's not always on Labor Day. Was that? Yeah, that was for that was like the first time I'd made it back to the family reunion in a long time. I think that's what it was. Um, because there was were many years, the lean years, it was really hard to get out of work because I was working like, um, weird shifts and, you know, not getting vacation time and, you know, having to work the weekends and everything. So now it's, you know, uh, I, I won't miss it for anything now. So, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's really fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's a good group of, uh, you know, I, I mean, that's the great thing. I mean, it, dad can attest, uh, you know, our family is pretty laid back, you know, there's a, he warns me who the Republicans are if I forget. So, <laughs> oh, that's nice. 
He's like, you got to watch out for him. He's a big Trump guy. All right. Oh, man. I would love to bat heads, bump heads with people like that in my reunions. Well, no, it's not worth it because, you know, there's there's too many good people there that, you know, are indifferent or or not as vocal that Uh, you don't want to, you know. Um, I wouldn't get emotional. I'd just be there, you know, just chiming in, oh, blah, 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 with a few facts here and there and just see how well, they react. But I wouldn't yeah, get emotional. But they don't know. I'm saying they, they're they not, they usually don't even bring it up themselves. You know, somebody shows up in a That's MAGA fine. hat, on the other hand. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll like, say. like with uh, Michelle's mother. If she doesn't start anything, I won't finish it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that was the same with Susan's dad. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, but no, but for the most part, everybody's really laid back in, in uh, the Picklesheimer clan. So uh, it's it's exciting. What were you going to say, Michelle? We are starting our own prep for Miles' family reunion in 2020. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, the Lagan <laughs> yeah. family castle over in uh, Britain. Nice, fancy pants. Yeah, it's a every ten years. I've never been, but uh, we're going to set up to go in, in, in about three years' time, and uh, it'll just be a one day thing. We'll just show up, and mm-hmm. um, they're very prim and proper about the family ties. You know, you got to kind of prove your family lineage and all that sort of stuff sure. like that. Um, my my family ancestor came over with Jamestown. That sounds right. And uh, glad it wasn't Jones. Him glad it wasn't Jonestown. <laughs> so no, no, it wasn't Jonestown. But no, <laughs> different no, country. Have, I have a relative that came over way back in the day, and uh, he uh, he he helped uh, with the uh, killing of Indians. Of course, the Indians attacked a woman at home alone in her home. But wow. You know, as you did, they, they, back in the day, you know that's that's what we call this dip. You know, I, I was kind of stunned when I started looking into this, and I've mentioned this a couple times on the show. When I started looking to see how old the name Picklesheimer was, because Picklesheimer was—I mean, it's it's derived from a German name. But um, right. when I started looking into how old, and I'm going to look this up, uh, I'm going to look up this gravestone because, and I'll, I'll share the link. Um, but there is a Abraham Adam or Adam Abraham Picklesheimer, uh, who was in the country bef- with that spelling, uh, died in 1823, 1775 okay. to 1823. I'm going to see if I can find the, uh, yeah, let's see. Born June 4th, 1776, died 1823. So whoever his parents were. Uh, let me let me click on this uh, picture. Um, but uh, oh oh, uh, let me see. It, it looks like Bamer. Oh yeah, so so that's where the name started because it was uh, there were Bamer and and Bechtelheimer were the 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 okay. other names. So that's when the name started. Is basically the name started at the beginning of this country. <laughs> so cool. the, that's as American Picklesheimer is as American as you get. <laughs> so there's Very the nice. there's uh the, the find a grave for Abraham Mine Adam Picklesheimer. Mine has deep uh European roots. My family tree it goes back all the way to when William the Conqueror invaded Britain. Mm. And Ligon, which is, oh, if you pronounce it French, it's Ligon. Ligon. Uh, 
came oh, over, oh. came over in 1088 with William William the Conqueror, and that's uh, some some guy back then uh, you know, joined him and came over and conquered Britain, and that that's where my family tree starts. Well, very it's, cool. It's way back. So uh, yeah, I, so. Uh, mine's mostly French. So <laughs> oh, the French, French. Canadian, <laughs> French, French, and Cajun French. So I've got a lot of that. All right, I got a little bit I, Irish <clears throat> and a little bit English. <laughs> I gotta, well, uh, I gotta, I gotta play some French drops here now. Um, uh, let me see. Oh no! Oh, oh, I got a good one for you here. Uh, I'll play this one first. Ah, the French. You guys are neither of you are French mistakes in my eyes. So no. uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm half Hungarian, though. I, I've got uh, like a Sebastian Gorka. I got some of that. Oh, shit. I'm so, a quarter what? Hungarian and a quarter Slovenian. So I've got the Gorka and the Melania. Oh, my God. Oh, hey. this, that requires a that requires a drama thing. Watch out. She'll turn. Yeah, she'll that, turn. So <laughs> I'm embracing the dark side. <laughs> uh, so, Kat, what about your My, family? Do you, do you do a family reunion at all? Not really, because on my uh, dad's side of the family, um, it's really kind of a smallish family, mm-hmm. and they never really did any kind of reunions or anything like that, because yeah. my great-grandparents on that side of the family all came to the U.S., around uh, the early 20th century so most of the family in that regards over in europe still Mm. and um on my mom's side of the family they used to do family reunions when my mom was younger but with starting with my mom's generation the family spread out so much that that they didn't really uh keep up with it because she had cousins that went out to California, some that went to Colorado, some that went to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the family got so spread out. We were in Connecticut for a time. It just, it wasn't really easy to keep everybody together for reunions. Gotcha. Everybody's talking about Dr. Who like crazy in the chat room. And uh, uh, Peter in San Francisco says, uh, I stopped after Baker, then picked up uh, again at Eccleston. My question is, which Baker? I'm, I know he's Ooh. probably talking about Tom Baker, but Colin Baker was a uh, the doctor after Peter. Ugh. Davidson. Davidson, thank you. So, uh, but yeah, so he, he was the guy with the, the curly hair. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, this is fun. This is fun talking about, uh, all this stuff. It, 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 please, by, by all means, when we come back from this next break, if there's any other topics, about anything you guys want to talk about, I'll be glad to, uh, discuss. And, um, I, I have a couple things I want to talk about. Um, I, I want to talk I, about I, me, I, be, me being a, uh, I was a complete idiot the other day and I fell for some fake news. I'm going to tell everybody about that. Oh, no. <laughs> I quickly corrected myself. I didn't embarrass myself in public, just in front of Rain and Joe. Um, so, <laughs> in a in a private message. But you said you had something you wanted to bring up uh, when we come back, Miles. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. All Unfortunately, right. Unfortunately, it's about Trump. Uh oh. Well, that's all right. But it's we, brief. 
yeah, it's, that's all right. It's brief. So it's it's short, like the his fingers. Yeah, very yes. short and stubby. All right, Pudgy. excellent. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break right now. Uh, we're going to queue up, uh, for Rain's birthday, we'll queue up The Beggars featuring Bobber, Three Minute Waterfall. Um, and uh, But, yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with lots more from me, Kat, Michelle, Miles, and, of course, we're going to get Joe and Pete on at the top of the hour. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. In my mind, you're the fire. I know that you'll always be there. Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. 
And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast. Heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And... Richard Beatty on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m., the Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, uh, everybody in the chat room is still talking about Doctor Who, and I find that being uh, a pretty cool thing, that everybody's able to take a little bit of a break from politics that's excellent and of course uh joining me uh on the program tonight sitting in for uh rain is the one and only cat in columbus ohio my sister from another mister we're going to do a little bit of hanging out in columbus uh tomorrow before my family reunion and uh thanks for coming on the show with us tonight cat anytime kenny and uh, also sitting in uh, for uh, themselves and actually Joe Santorsa. I know, uh, you know, Joe should consider this a compliment that I get the d- dynamic duo of Miles and Michelle uh, to sub <laughs> yeah. f- for him when he's off. But of course, welcome back to the both of you. 
Hello, I'm working on Donatello, Raphael, Leonardo, and that other one that I always forget. Michelangelo. (laughs) Cowabunga, dude. I love pizza with peanut butter and jelly, man. How shredder. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, these are our our gift to uh, our nephew. He's 10th uh, birthday party we're going to tomorrow. That is very nice of you to do that. So that is very cool. So cowabunga, dude. Uh, (laughs) i love talking like that i don't get i don't have enough opportunities to talk like that i should make excuses so um speaking of making excuses um uh donald trump everyone uh fake fake news totally unfair Miles has something terrible to say about me right now and i have it I, i just can't even believe it i'm such a victim (laughs) <laughs> well, I had off um, yesterday, and you know, you know, just staying at home with Michelle. We were listening to the Stephanie Miller show, and she's playing these clips of Donald Trump. And it, in one of these speeches, I it was in the middle of the show, and we're just doing what we're doing. You know, we're she's painting, I'm painting. We're both working on the figs, and it, tr- tr- it's somewhere in one of these speeches that uh, stephanie played trump said something to me that sounded like he said um you know i i I, I, he was talking about the democrats or republicans or being attacked or as he does as often as he does and he said something like i can't take it anymore or if i can't handle it anymore or i can't it was something along the it felt to me when i heard it i did a double take i'm like did he just say that it felt to me like he just said you know, I don't want to ha- deal with this crap anymore. It was like a very, it was like a little nod or a nudge to him just say, it, it felt like him just saying, I don't want to be here anymore, or I don't want to deal with this crap anymore. Well, you know, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Michelle. I, I think it was in the speech, he was talking about the new tax legislation that he's trying to get pushed through. Um and he was talking about one of the female representatives. I think she's a Republican and he doesn't really like her. And he's like, she had better vote for it this time. You know, all this obstruction. And if she does it, I don't think I can do this anymore. Something wow. like that. It was really weird. It, after, after he that said, we will right. primary her and we will vote her out of office. Yeah. Yep. That sounds right. Wow. So... Uh, well, this this kind of ties into something uh, Kenny Pick Sr. sent me uh, the other day, um, and it's from the Palmer Report. This is uh, one of those websites that uh, our good friend Jester, uh, the, the patriotic hacker who is right about just about everything, um, uh, former military guy. Um, uh, Dad sent me this thing. Um, from the Palmer report that says the one big clue that Donald Trump thinks he's and the uh, end of uh, thinks the end of his presidency is near by, of course, Bill Palmer uh, from yesterday or no, 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 two days ago. And it says there are any number of reasons why you and I might conclude that Donald Trump's presidency isn't built to last his historically low approval rating, his exploding scandals, his shrinking mental capacity, (laughs) his feuds with his own party, you name it. But the other half of the question is whether Trump himself is. uh, 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 But the other half of the of the equation is whether Trump himself has figured it out. Uh, There's one big clue that he does indeed think uh, his remaining time in office is short. Um, it says, uh, here's who replaced Steve Bannon as White House chief strategist after he was fired. No one. 
Here's who replaced John. Here's who replaced John Kelly as DHS sec, uh, director after he moved over uh, uh, to chief of staff. No one. Here's who replaced Anthony Scaramucci as communication directors after he was fired. No one. Basically, as Hope Hicks is now being forced to pull double duty. Um, uh, here's who replaced Sebastian Gorka and Ezra Cohen Watnick. You guessed it. No one. There's a larger pattern in which Donald Trump has failed to fill uh, more than 80% of the appointed positions in the federal government. But Trump doesn't care about those lower-level jobs because those vacancies only mean that the agencies are having a difficult time operating. It's no skin off his back. However, Trump very much does not care whom he's personally surrounded with in the White House. Uh, and he's begun booting the various people from his inner circle. He's come to see his liabilities. He hasn't lifted a finger to replace almost any of them. Donald Trump has now reached the point where he's no longer even bothering to reload his own vanishing White House senior staff with new people. He has an endless supply of pers uh, personal sycophants who would love to take these vacated White House jobs so they can begin kissing up to him from up close. Yet Trump isn't even bothering because he no longer expects to be in office much longer. And then it says, if you find the, the Palmer Report valuable, make a donation. I, 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 I like the way he's thinking. I, I don't know if that's quite uh what's going on but um i will say this uh there was an announcement uh there was a news story today um longtime trump aide tells people he intends to leave the white house um and that keith schiller wasn't he the guy who was his bodyguard for like two decades or something i don't recognize the name yeah so uh yeah from from cnn uh let's see who reported this, this is the dana bash noah gray and jeremy uh diamond um and uh not i don't think uh, uh it says uh the president's uh president uh, uh trump i'm sorry trump's longtime and current uh, director of oval office operations keith schiller has told people he intends to leave the white house three sources familiar with the decision told cnn Schiller has told associates within the last two weeks that he plans to leave the White House at the end of September or in early October. The sources said Schiller has, uh, the, the sources said Schiller has told people his primary reason for leaving was financial. The sources said Schiller earns about 165,000 annual salary at the White House, a downgrade from his annual earnings before he followed Trump to the White House. So I don't know. This guy might not have been. Uh, I don't know what what he was, but yeah. So here's another one. You know, uh, oh, no, no, here it was. Schiller's White House salary was decreased in income uh, from his pre-White House time at Trump's side when he earned uh, $294,000 from his employment at the Trump organization, Trump campaign, and private security firm, KS Global Group. So, um, so yeah, so this could be another well, uh, open vacancy, cat that uh, won't be filled. He yeah, well, you know, he's running out of people who'll kiss his ass, so that's probably why he's having trouble filling the slots. Well, yeah. uh, you know, and I think it's even more than that, is that he uh, he's running out of people that, that'll kiss his ass, but the thing is, there, there are all these people out there that seem like they'll kiss his ass, but then when he they get up that close and personal, I think Scaramucci is, is kind of the first, uh, you know, the perfect example of that is you know he went after all these other people in the white house 
And to Trump, I think that was a just an affront to him because he was the one who essentially gave the green light for all these people to be in the White House. And you know, it's uh, but yeah, it, this is uh, I don't know. I, I like the like the way that you know uh, Bill Palmer is is talking on this, and and it seems to kind of jibe with what Miles is saying. Um, but yeah, that's uh, this could be uh, very interesting. <laughs> It's, it, 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 I, I'm looking forward to the circling of the wagons when there's just one wagon left. <laughs> that old, um, oh gosh, uh, what was it? The History of the World Part 1? No, no, it was Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where there was the one wagon circling, yes. <laughs> the one wagon circling, yeah. Yes, Cleavon Little's parents. Oh, man. Yes. Um, a Gaden so. and a Layton? No, it's a <laughs> um, wow. I, this is this is exciting stuff to me to watch it slowly. It's like um, Force Ten from Navarone when Trump does something like let's just compare his speech about how Nazis are really got some nice people in them. His Nazi speech, let's just call it that, and let's compare mm. that to the bomb, the blow up the dam in Force Ten from Navarone. Yes, there's been plenty of Trump crap that happened before that. I get it, but the the, the, it's the, you start to see the cracks, the reverberations. The dam is starting to really rock and shake, and you just the engineer's just sitting there packing his pipe and just saying, "Wait for it! <laughs> oh, it's coming! <laughs> it's gonna blow any any second now." I am excited. This is good stuff. Yeah, I just don't think he'll go out voluntarily. I really don't. Well, I think that boils down to what happens in new york if state crimes start getting filed the kind he can't pardon then that's when you know when the piper starts playing that tune pump trump may not want to pay that piper i mean if it's a federal stuff he might hang in and just keep pushing back whatever but uh once once the state of new york starts dragging his family in and testifying and all that exciting stuff i don't know he may he may uh he may just punt and just say you know what you guys don't deserve me i'm gonna say all my accomplishments i'm a winner i'm leaving on a high note and boom he's gone now yeah now it's pen. i i i just don't see it because when it gets to that point he's either going to try and pardon them for the state crimes which we know that he cannot do or he's going to realize at that point everything is lost there's nothing he can do to save anyone and he's just gonna go tony montana go out guns blazing i don't know tony montana what you mean start world war start world war three tony montana i mean what what kind of martial law martial law things like that oh uh, well, Tony Montana being a Scarface reference. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. I'm the most ignorant person about gangster movies, so. All My right. I don't see. I, you know what? I, I just don't see the the people that have taken oaths to uphold the Constitution um, following Trump's lead on that. Um, I really don't. The ones who are appointees. I see following Trump's lead on that. The ones who are career civil service or who are military, maybe not. But I see Trump at least making the attempt. 
Okay. Mm. Well, we shall see. Well, if that happens, I can see Trump going in shackles, <laughs> getting pulled out of the White House. Frog march. That. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, except he can't be arrested unless uh, he's removed from office first. And so we would have to rely upon the Republicans in Congress. Or wait until after the 2018 elections and hope that we have a Democratic majority in both houses. Yeah. I would love for the Republicans to flounder about and not do anything and let that damage happen to their party, to, to their banner, if you will. I, Just I, drag through the mud. I'd love that. Everything I've seen out of people like Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell, hell yes, they're that gutless. Because they're more worried about losing a primary than losing a seat in the general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this, their party is so screwed. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I got to say, I'm a little concerned right now uh, with the Democratic Party because uh, fundraising it is an all-time low, uh, and that's yeah. uh, you know, without money, I don't know how any elections are going to be won. You know, uh, you know, obviously, there's you know, money isn't everything in elections, but it's it 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 helps. <laughs> But uh, there, there really needs to be some. Uh, it, the the party needs to be energized, and I get it. It's you know, it's still a very short time after the election. It's almost going on a year now, so it would be really cool if uh, you know some new blood could come out. Uh, you know, not even just new blood, but you know, get some get some. Um, I don't know. I don't even know Fresh what ideas. at this point because. You know, I think so many so many people are still feeling that sting of defeat that they don't know where to begin. Well, I like the populist idea. You know, I I do. You know, mm -hmm. there's. Uh, I was very drawn to Bernie. I, I liked what the stuff he said. I voted for Hillary. You know, but I was I you know I, I sure. saw how she took some of his 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 platform ideas and made them her well not made them her own but she copied them. Yeah. But uh, you know, did Bernie have flaws? Yeah. You know the gun thing. You know because he's from from Vermont. You know that's fine. You know you don't you're not going to get a perfect candidate. But I like more of what he said than what she, than, you know. So he was my so populism. Go with the the youth because when they grow old, the old people are dying off. The old, the racists, the the conservatives. The Fox News watchers, they're dying off. It, it can't be prevented. <laughs> it's inevitable. So as those that part of the sec voting uh, population goes away and starts getting filled in with younger, more uh, liberals, you know, appeal to them. Go, go that go that route. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, it's all. Well, we got a couple minutes before break. Cat, uh, any thoughts on this? Uh, what we can do as Democrats to to get things energized and and um, maybe start fundraising uh, again. Um. Well, one of the things that I've heard is while um, contributions to the national groups like the DNC, the uh, DCCC, and the DSCC are down. The, um, the money is actually going to individual candidates. Mm -hmm. So 
And I know that a lot of money during like the special elections for Ossoff and for um, the candidate in uh, Montana, whose name escapes me at the moment, a lot of that money was directly donated to the campaigns rather than being funneled through the national organizations. And the mm -hmm. national organizations, frankly, didn't really seem concerned about putting any of their resources into those races. Yep. So so giving directly to the campaigns was the, the better way to try and impact the races. Um, I think that what, what the party needs to do is try and draw primary candidates from a diversity of the party. But then once we've selected a candidate, the party members need to realize that a candidate has been selected and fall in line behind that candidate rather than stomping your feet and throwing a tantrum and not showing up to vote because the pony you wanted isn't the one in the race. Yeah. Michelle? Exactly. Give us your thoughts. Um, yeah. What Kat touched upon is a lot of the donations were coming from individuals directly into those people's campaigns instead mm -hmm. of coming through, you know, the national committee. That those would be interesting. Be yeah. More and more. That would be, those would be interesting and numbers that, to look at on a big scale, but go ahead. Yeah, I like that idea. I like donating directly to the candidate you like, but I also don't see the reason why if the candidate you like doesn't get the, you know, into the primary, why you would go ahead and vote for somebody completely off kilter from your beliefs. Yes, the person that may be running for that 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 ticket may not be your ideal choice, but it's a choice that you have compared to a independent or a um a republican mm -hmm. i you know and the independents and republicans i have seen running were not even worth considering so okay one last thing you know, just, I, 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 oh yeah. finish your thought michelle so you know just you know you, you know it's 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 oh i don't know how to say it um just because it's not all of the things you want doesn't mean they're not going to do a good job. Yeah. So maybe it's kind of a slow boil, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we don't want a Republican in the in, no. in, in those places. Well, no. And, yes, and maybe, you know, uh, go my ahead problem finish. is we have a lot of blue dogs. Yeah. A lot of blue dog Democrats. All right, those now, people I don't like. I have one last question, and we might. Uh, and so I basically just need short answers on this. Um, so that uh, it seems like uh, my governor and Kat's governor, John Kasich, seems to be testing the waters right now with this whole unity idea with uh, what Hickenlooper? Was it John Hickenlooper? That is supposedly what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So, so what what they're trying to do is propose a, a unity idea for health care reform, right? So right. you have a Democrat right. and a Republican governor both trying to say, look, here's an idea on how to reform health care. Do you think, Kat, and we can elaborate on this more later because I'd like to hear what, what Pete and Joe say about it. Do you think that he's testing the water 
to see if a unity ticket might be possible in 2020? 538 actually had a really good uh, discussion of this yesterday. And if that's what they're intending to do, it's doomed to failure from the beginning. So, all right. Well, we'll but, so, uh, but, you, but, you, but both, both Kasich and Hickenlooper have denied any kind of interest in a unity ticket. So, are, are you siding with 538 saying, no, it's just, you know, it's not worth it. Don't even try. <laughs> I'm siding with their assessment that it's not worth it, don't try, and that chances are it's not even real talk. It's just pundits out there uh, kind of expressing what they fantasize about. All right, so uh, Miles, what do you think? Do you think that that at the very least, maybe if it sounds like a bad idea like this, is it a way to even possibly maybe move forward with all the division that's especially been amplified under Trump? Do you think maybe it's it's like a baby step into trying to unify uh, individuals with common interests from both parties? I, I'm not seeing a common interest. Uh, they can say the word unity, but Republicans are lock, stock, and barrel owned by the corporations, and they want corporate control. And there's a lot of and Democrats that have Democrats a lot of corporate money dogs. flowing into the coffers. The, the Democrats that aren't blue dogs are the ones going with the single payer. I'm just, I, I, know the, I know we have blue dogs. I know. Yeah. But uh, this unity stuff, uh, to me, sounds more like propaganda speech from the right that's trying to encourage the left to move a little more to the center and i'm tired of that shit i want more left stuff I'm all right uh, michelle you get you get the final word on this before we hit the break i don't see it as feasible um there are two the the, the as at the, the progressive side of the liberal of the liberals of the democrats mm-hmm. we don't want to deal with um moderates anymore we yeah. want a little more um you know, for the people instead of for the corporations. And I think we're getting sick of it. So I don't, right. I don't see it feasible in any way. I would like, I you know, I, I will say I would like to have uh, something. I would like to be able to find more common ground between parties. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's a utopian ideal at this point. And uh, but I don't know. You know, it's just uh, there. There's so many divisive social issues um, that conservatives, you know, stand on one side of that. We're, you know, because I mean, you know, and they claim to be we're for freedom. Well, freedom, except for this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. Oh, and also those people over there and those people over there. But yeah, so that that's and babies where, once they're born. Yeah, and babies once they're born, of course, you know. <laughs> Yes. Love the fetus. Love the fetus. Hate the child. It's not a, anything after. Yep. It's just eight o'clock right now. Thank you, Randy Rhodes. So, uh, all right, uh, <laughs> it it is break time. Uh, maybe we'll pick up on this when we come back um, uh, or move along. Who knows? It's a free for all here on Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition. We'll be right back with me, Cat, Michelle, Miles, and of course Pete and Joe to round out the Friday festival. Here on Indie Media Weekly. Don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio. And KennyPick.com. Banana oil. 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Ah, the French. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me uh, on the program tonight is the one and only Cat from Columbus, Ohio. Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much, Kenny, and never trust a gnome shaman. That is uh, that <laughs> sounds like some good advice. And uh, also joining me on the show, that lovely laugh you hear, is the one and only Michelle in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back to the program. Hello, hello. Hope everybody's doing okay. Yes, and of course your uh, your wonderful and talented hubby uh, Miles in uh, Port St. Lucie is also joining us. Welcome back, sir. Yes, yes, I, I am here, and with unfakeable, unshakable faith in gnome shamans. Very good, very good, and uh, it, also on the program it is eight o'clock, so we have a, an official full house right now. Uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa is joining us. My apologies, Joe. I completely forgot uh, that you were joining us at 8 p.m. tonight, and I, I kept trying to call your Skype. My my apologies. And you didn't get my Skype. What you got was me eating cake and ice cream. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So uh, That's uh, what, right. what was the special occasion? I forget. Well, uh, it was my, uh, my uh, bro-in-law's uh, birthday. Oh, so in Rain's birthday as well. Look at that. Watch out. Yes. So we have birthday boners coming. Yes, we do. We do. Uh, well, well, don't use that those two words together. Um, so, <laughs> and last but most certainly not least, Mr. P.S. Mueller in the wilds of Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, welcome, sir. 
You are my special friend. Yes, and you have a special jingle. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks, which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Uh, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. What's up with you, Pete? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what it's like in Ohio, but uh, it's, it, there's a little bit of haze around here from the Canadian uh, forest fires. And the moons yeah. have been blood red at night. Ooh, fancy. Canada's Ooh. burning, you know. Uh, they're having wildfires right now? Cry. Oh, like huge forest fires up there in Canada and Oregon. And I think uh, in the state of Washington. Yeah. You know, the north is a fire. And the south is underwater. In Wisconsin, it's kind of chilly. You know, Pete, you know what they need to put those fires out, don't you? Uh, A big, giant tongue. Well, that's true. (laughs) Yes, they could could do that. Or or they could just let all the goo out of Trump. It's just I I was was flipping through. with fire retardant foam. I just have a question for you, Pete. How do you unsee a giant tongue? Well, it's quite obvious you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm negligent here. I, I should be offering I, up rim shots and uh, and things galore. I I... Sorry, Joe. Please proceed. <laughs> I just le- leafing through my New Yorker magazine. <laughs> Some whack job named Malt Mueller. <laughs> Pete Muller. Oh, cool. Or Muller. Had a cartoon in here. It said, unsee the giant tongue with a giant tongue hanging over the shelf. Uh, uh, The weird part was I gave them a choice, you know, between black and white and color, and they took the color. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I was just wondering, you didn't have on there how much it costs to Mm -hmm. unsee the tongue. How much does it cost to unsee a tongue like that? That should be the next booth. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and they should have a guy standing there with needle, knitting needles, you know. Um, oh, uh, boy. Congrats yeah. on your cartoon in this New Yorker. Oh. Well, thank you. Yeah, so. Well, uh, going on? well uh, not What's whole going on? Well, why, why don't you, Nothing has happened in the last week. Well, uh, you know, uh, it's a little bonkers. But, hey, uh, uh, we, we have Kat and Miles and Michelle on with us, as well as Joe, uh, Pete. Look at this. It's a free-for-all. Hello. 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 Good God. Good. It's a legion. God, it is a legion. We are legion on Turn Up the Night. So yes. uh, <laughs> This looks like a small radio show on the outside, but it's way bigger on the inside. Oh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Turn Up the TARDIS. So. That's right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there has been a lot of Doctor Who uh, chat going on, so that's appropriate. That's good. I think a lot of people are excited about uh, the the Doctor Who Christmas special. Yes. Oh yeah. And I gotta oh, say yeah. the the actor uh, I don't know his name, and I forget the original actor's name uh, who played the first Doctor William uh, Hart Hartnell. 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 Yes, the actor from Game of Thrones who played. Um, Oh, uh, b- 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 the r- red wedding dude. Um, 
Didn't they have a character named Crackety Jones? Oh, uh, I'm trying. What was the family from the 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 evil family at the Red Wedding? Uh, the phrase. The phrase. The Walter, Fraser. Yeah, the actor who played Walter Frey is reprising the his role as uh, the first Doctor. Who he's already done it twice now in the movie they made about the first Doctor. Uh, did anybody anybody see that biopic? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was yes. really that was really fun. And so the actor who who played him returned, I believe, in the Cyberman story arc that happened recently. And he's going to be returning in the Christmas special. So David Bradley, oh, cool. thank you, thank you, Sheila. Sheila put out David Bradley. So yeah, so David Bradley played Walter Frey, and now he's doing William Hartnell's the first doctor and he, and again he did in that biopic too and i think that's so meta to me that they have the same actor who played the first doctor in the biopic it but it, that was pretty meta too because of course um matt smith showed up in the end of the biopic oh i'm sorry for anybody who hasn't seen it oops sorry <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like when tom baker showed up in uh the the matt smith run too as like a museum curator or something like that. Yeah. So, yep. you know, so I love that they're playing with the whole time and space kind of thing. Uh, you know, in, in, you know, again, in that, you know, meta contextual kind of manner. It's, it's, it's fascinating to me. That's, you know, some of my favorite writers, you know, in comic books, Grant Morrison does that constantly like breaking the, the fourth wall. Uh, you know, in in kind of letting things bleed into reality a little bit. I love that kind of stuff. And in in uh, uh, Pete and maybe Joe uh, yeah. uh, Bores, of course, was very notable for doing that. Yes, yes. Especially with uh, what Tlon Akbar and Orbis Tertius, kind of. Yeah. Yes. So didn't get know. to that yet. Yeah. Yes. Good one. I, I have this. making things up. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I like to make things up. That's all right. So does Trump. You're in a you're you're in a you're in a good world. You want to sp- talk about made up things right now? I have the perfect story for you right now. I think this will be Trump good for everybody. Oh, no, okay. no, that's Rudy Giuliani in the makeup. Uh, Trump oh. just puts his face between the fake breasts and motorboats. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> I like to see Trump. With, I would like to see Trump yeah. with black lipstick and nails. Oh, goth Trump? <laughs> goth Trump would be great. So, uh, and then yeah. he could put his comb over down in his face. Let 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 it hang <laughs> down in his face. <laughs> oh, I'll have to work on that, that in Photoshop. So awesome, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheer up, Emo Donnie. I'm going to sign off now and do that in Photoshop. I'll be right back. Yeah, okay. No, I'm like, <laughs> I'm only going to be. <laughs> only kidding. Uh, so, all right. I so here we go. Though. It'll be a, a, fun, a fun project. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, this, this, uh, I in in Joe. I don't know if you saw this, but I sent a message to you and Rain the other day on our production chat, and I saw what I thought was an Antifa account on Twitter. And I saw it, and I was really wildly offended by the post that was made. And I was like, God damn it, that's it. Tonight on the show, I'm going to say something about this. Yes, I and, saw it. Well, and then I scrolled down into this Twitter account, and I'm like, motherfucker, it's fake. There are so many fake Antifa accounts, so many made-up 
Antifa accounts by Trump cultists, right? So I found, so I did a search, a uh, simple They're search. They're like the new Black Panthers. Yeah, well, I, 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 did, a, I did a search um, for yeah. um, fake Antifa accounts. And I found a GQ article, all right? So I don't feel too bad because I figured it out pretty quick, you know, because I sent Rand and Joe. I was like, damn it, I'm going to say something about this. And I was like, oh, I feel like an idiot. It's fake. And then I did a search for the, the fake Antifa accounts and found this GQ article. Um, and it's written by Ethan uh, Cheel. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly, but it's C-H-I-E-L, Cheel. Um the headline is right-wing publications can't stop getting duped by fake antifa accounts so fortunately for me i figured it out within like three minutes but right-wing news out i'm sorry news outlets using heavy bunny ears on that Fake news. Uh, yeah uh but you know they can't help get getting and, and the byline is but they they're running with their narratives anyway uh, so here we go. On Saturday, thousands of ca- counter protesters took to the street uh, in Boston. Of course, this story is a little old in response to a small right wing rally. Anyone who's read or watched the news in the past few days has probably learned as much trickling out along with a uh, with a with of a deluge of news about the rally and counter protests, though, were a handful of fishy reports from right wing websites that drew heavily on an Uh, or entirely on a Twitter account with the handle Antifa Boston and its uh, attendant Facebook page. The articles at, get ready for this, Gateway Pundit, Independent Journal Review, and Town Hall, and a couple of other sites, detailed posts encouraging violence, censorship, and uh, thanking Hillary Clinton voters for their support. They all they they did so without realizing or noting in important detail the Twitter and Facebook accounts are fakes. Run with the aim of uh, 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 the the I'm sorry the Twitter Twitter and uh, uh, f- Twitter and Facebook accounts are fakes. Run with the aim of mocking and discrediting anti-fascist groups. Um, oh, and it's it, it does say Town Hall retracted its original uh, original article. Um, but, uh, but that didn't stop, uh, IJR's Benny Johnson from declaring the following. Um, if you're wondering what Antifa stands for and what the group condones, the alleged official Twitter account of the Boston Antifa group set the record pretty straight over the last 24 hours. Fake Antifa uh, accounts are pretty well documented and really relatively easy to spot. They tend to retweet and quote the same clutch of other fake news or fake accounts and often comment on events uh, Antifa groups really aren't concerned with, like the death of Jerry Lewis. Another Antifa Twitter account called Antifa Checker, uh, called Antifa Checker, even maintains a block list of fake accounts. The Antifa Boston account is particularly obviously or particularly an obvious fake. Bostonians who were involved with the anti-fascist organization warned about fake accounts several months ago, and the people behind the fake Boston accounts gave an interview to. Uh, uh, to walking avatar of bad ideas. Oh, Gavin McInnes in April. Walking avatar of bad ideas. So, <laughs> Gavin McInnes is a fucking asshole. He's so horrible. Uh, but yeah, so, but anyway, I'm not going to read any more of this, but there are so many of these fake accounts out there. In the, uh, if you do a search for fake Antifa accounts, first story that comes out fact check Paul Ryan endorsed Antifa? These are Trump cultists. Hmm. 
These are Trump cultists. Well, this sounds like uh, like the Russians are still at work too with the bot. That too. You know? That too. And of yeah. course, actor James Wood accuses Paul Ryan of endorsing Antifa. So you know that idiot. It, well, you, you know, know he's he's gone. He went around the bend years ago. Oh, I know, oh, I know. But I mean, yeah. you know, th- the this is done. Slipped off his cracker. This you know? is fake news on fucking crack. Not even steroids. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, I need more. I need another hit of fake news. You got any more? Oh, is there another fake Antifa account? Oh, you know, it's fake news on all you can eat crab legs. Oh, that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not Dungeness, but those cheap ass snow uh, snow crab legs. No, but you're surrounded by a whole room full of people with those pliers and those yeah. plates full of legs, <laughs> and they take the pinchers yeah. and put them in their pockets. And do a punching in a bovine yeah. kind of way with a certain <laughs> blank stare. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> and I was kind of disappointed because I saw that Trevor Noah kind of did a big takedown and, and referred to Antifa as uh, uh, he compared him to ISIS in in one way or another. I don't remember the exact thing he said. He tried to make it a joke, but uh, to me, it's like you know, the Nazis are killing people. It just uh, again. Do the tally how many people have Antifa killed. Now, compare and contrast that number uh, within how many Americans have Antifa killed, right? How many Americans have the Klan killed, have Nazis killed, have white supremacists killed, have white nationalists killed, uh, you know, have fascists killed? How many? the, The number is incalculable versus zero. Yeah. So... I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the tactics, and I've said it before on the show, of wearing masks and going out and having a two-by-four or a baseball bat or whatever. But here's the thing. You know that Pizzagate guy, the Mike Cernovich dude? I just read Mm -hmm. the other day a Facebook post that he made saying, I just found out that some Trump supporters are infiltrating Antifa putting on masks and going and inciting violence and a bunch of trump cultists are like why would you tell people that you shouldn't be telling people that <laughs> uh you know here's the funny thing is you know that's nothing new to me and I, I, joe would probably back me up on this but you know back during the vietnam protest days uh you know there were uh pro-vietnam right wingers who would insert themselves into uh legitimate protest crowds yeah. and stand in the back and throw things i sure. will even oh, go farther they? i will even go farther than that pete yeah there were fbi agents who infiltrated right. yeah. our yep. demonstrations yeah. and threw rocks and incited mm-hmm. violence Oh, it made us look bad real real quick uh sheila friend says trevor noah called them vegan isis what the fuck I mean, you know, I mean, that may, might be good for a laugh line, but ISIS decapitates people. ISIS takes women as slaves and rapes them. You know, uh, I mean, at, ISIS at kills this, children. Right. At this point, not to excuse Trevor Noah for actually reading it off the teleprompter, but that was a joke that was probably written by some white male in the writer's room who mm-hmm. thought he was being oh so clever yeah now noah should have come to it on the prompter and just refused to read it but he didn't well i think he sees the script beforehand 
pretty sure. Oh yeah, they do a and, complete uh, run through. So. Yeah. yeah, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure he knew what he was saying. The same as he was uh, defending the stiletto heels on uh, Mrs. Trump while she was plotting off to a flood zone. Oh, if I was- only she had stepped in mud. <laughs> where, where, Just where mud? that's concerned, she, I, I don't care what what she decided to wear to the flood zone. If she wanted to go wearing Crocs, by all means, wear what you want. Was it practical? Fuck no. But, you know, it oh, just I think- proves how stupid and out of touch she is that she thinks that stilettos are appropriate for a flood zone. Right. But why you make know, a big deal out of it? Yeah, that, right. that, was, well, that, was, th- that was petty to me. But you know what I, what I think she should have done, though? You, you want to be a, you, you want to go balls out, Melania? Stilts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You show people or even better that, painter stilts. You know, yeah. Show people I, that you're never, ready to wade through those waters in stilts. I never understood the appeal of five six inch stiletto heels. Anyway, me neither. Well, yeah. I think that uh, the optics there, going into one of the worst natural disasters in this country, was terribly wrong yes it was and and and, and i just i just think that if that was anybody else you know yeah but the first lady was like getting uh, on the on air force one going down mm-hmm. to the worst disaster in this country's history one of them anyway mm-hmm. uh just was thoughtless yeah <laughs> well again it goes like i said it's stupid because it it if you're completely aware of what you're walking into, it's not the appropriate kind of footwear for that situation. If you're going into a flood zone, you don't want to wear something that has that little bit of support to it. Right. I, I mean, it's it, it would be like wearing a backless dress into Three Mile Island. I, I know. I, I know what you're saying. That the, 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 the idea of the stiletto well, in itself is not the, the point. The point is the detachment of these people from mm-hmm. what they're supposed to be focused on. Well, and well, speaking I mean, of being just focused, more aware of her footwear, yeah, yeah. than she is about the people that she is going down to see who have who who have nothing left. I concur. I concur what with they, that. I, I honestly can see both sides, but again, staying focused on what we should be focused on right now is not Melania Trump's heels. It's the I, fact. I, I it's no, it's the okay. whole aspect. It's the whole show. It's it the is. whole ball it of optics. I'll say it, this. It, it, I'll say this. Uh, I like the fact that it, she it, looked taller than Trump. So, so I think she should wear the heels. <laughs> she should wear eight-inch heels. You yeah, know, but he was walking around. But hey, they threw a hurricane for me, and it was epic. Yeah. I know that. We, yeah, we talked about that on Saturday too. But the thing, but I, I do want to get back to this: the, the 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 unjust smearing of Antifa. Yes, not everything Antifa does is perfect. You know, they. You know, I don't like the masks. But then again, we've heard people like Mike Cernovich, Mike Pizzagate Cernovich, saying, "Hey, there are Trump supporters who are going to be infiltrating this." So you know what? I say any decent person who is an Antifa, take off the mask. And if somebody shows up in a mask, you say, you're not part of our group. Well, Kenny, you know, hmm. Kenny, I, I will admit, I have friends who are black block Antifa. I know the reason for the masks. The masks are because they know 
the situation they're running into is going to result, no matter how peaceful they are, in police lobbing tear gas. The masks are there so that they can protect themselves from I the tear it. gas. I get it. But, you know, wear a bandana around your neck until it starts getting lobbed. That's what I say. Because, it, it, it you know, don't give somebody, you know... I, I know what you're saying, but don't give somebody the chance to infiltrate your group. You know, I, I just I, I don't like it. And, you know, they're already getting smeared. It's it's a massive campaign to smear them online. I am I am an anti-fascist. I'm not a member of Antifa, but I am absolutely one one million percent anti-fascist. And like I said, stack up well, the, the death of Americans by anti-fascist versus that those shithead Trump supporter Nazis. And, you know, there's no comparison. But anyway, we do have to go to the break, but I'll give you the last word, Kat. Go ahead. I have to say our side aren't helping with this. When you listen to shows like Stephanie's and John's and they're sitting there decrying Antifa just as strongly as the right wing are, they're not helping. No, that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong, and I have I haven't heard that. And that's the thing is, you know, I feel like an idiot because I was duped into getting ready to come on my show and tear him a new one, but I fell for the same fucking fake news that the right wing outlets are falling for, and that's not right. I mean, that's just me saying as an organization, what I would do is I would have the bandanas, be ready to go, you know, get you have your gear ready if you do get gassed, but. Don't come in, you know, I, I don't think you should come in anonymously. I don't think it helps, um, right. you know, because, you know, it's it's just a way for the right wing to infiltrate you and then fur- further uh, degrade your movement. And, you know, and again, all these fake news outlets are, are doing working overtime to try and defend the fact that their asshole in the White House has Nazis supporting him. And they're trying to draw an equivalency, and it's not even right. It's not even fair. And I'll say that over and over again. He's compared the death toll from conservative Nazis, KKK, white nationalists. Compare and contrast the death toll of Americans against the death toll by Antifa. Again, zero to in countable you know or in you know inconceivable inconceivable um uh incalculable is what i meant to say but anyway yeah unquenchable get some gatorade all right well i'll tell you what uh on that note it we we're running late here uh we are going to have to forgo because we have the full house we're we had six people here so we're going to skip over uh reversed calling but we do have some very special birthdays coming up and of course uh we're going to do uh name calling uh, oh, everybody think about who wants to fill in for rain. I think, you know, um, Kat, did you do it the la- one of the last times you were here? Uh, Michelle, have you ever done it? I've done it before, yeah. You have? Kat, it's been a have, while. Uh, we'll, we'll let I, Kat I've do it. I've done it. We'll let okay. you do it. You're the official fill-in for rain, so you get to do it. So, um, all right. All right, so all right, get ready for that. We're gonna hit the bricks here. Uh, well, not hit the bricks, uh, but <laughs> we're gonna uh, listen to the Green News Report. I think they're taking a vacation next week, so stay tuned for that information. But yeah, Green News Report with Brad Friedman and Desi Doyen coming right up. We'll be right back right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine America. I want you to meet Kitty Peck. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. 
He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty, for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? It's Thursday, August 31, 2017. It's amazing. Here in 100 miles east is a disaster zone, and today we've got blue skies. Widespread devastation in the wake of record-breaking Hurricane Harvey. This is going to get worse before it get better. But the hardest work is just beginning. A plant up near Baytown, Texas, is at risk of exploding. That is their word, not mine. It is not hyperbole. Explosions rock flooded Texas chemical plant. Plus, looking ahead, looming battles in Congress over disaster relief and flood insurance. All of those disasters and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Congress must ensure that a catastrophe of nature does not become a catastrophe of debt for our children and grandchildren. Oh, hello, Congressman Mike Pence from 2005. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I realize the clear skies over Houston uh, offer welcome relief for Houstonians, but as one meteorologist said, this is just... The end of the beginning. Yes, Hurricane Harvey continues to wreak havoc. It is now officially the worst rainfall event in U.S. history. That's according to the National Weather Service that says Harvey dumped nearly 52 inches of rain on Houston. Harvey's second landfall on Wednesday at high tide inundated the town of Port Arthur, Texas and points east. Harvey is likely to be the costliest natural disaster in U.S. history. A third of the greater Houston region is flooded with rescue and recovery operations ongoing, retired Lieutenant General Russell Honore, who led the Hurricane Katrina recovery effort, warned on CNN that the death toll will rise as more victims are found. This is going to get worse before it get better. We've not seen the worst of this yet. My estimate, from my experience here in America and around the world, uh, the worst is yet to come in terms of the, the, the outcome which means uh, people stuck in their home and they can't the get them out. Will, will you and they're us? isolated. In Crosby, Texas, about 30 miles northeast of Houston, on Thursday, explosions rocked the Arkema chemical plant, crippled by flooding. The plant lost backup power, critical for refrigerating volatile chemicals. The company and local police insist the materials are non-toxic, but FEMA director Brock Long referred to the smoke plume as, quote, incredibly dangerous. So either one or the other. Got it. Officials are warning about long-term public health impacts, toxic pollution in the floodwaters, the high risk of mosquito and waterborne diseases, mold, and damaged roads and bridges. 32,000 people are in temporary shelters. The entire region will be grappling with the impacts of Hurricane Harvey for years. Looking ahead, members of Congress soon will return to the Capitol from August recess. They're faced with the urgent need to pass federal emergency disaster relief. The big question is whether it will become a political football. No, not my Congress. After Superstorm Sandy in 2012, Texas Senator Ted Cruz and House Republicans voted against disaster funding for northeastern states, falsely claiming, according to fact-checkers, that the legislation was loaded with unrelated spending. 
And it wasn't loaded with unrelated spending. Some of the spending would take place down the road because it takes time for officials to uh, draw up new plans for new buildings and so forth. But Ted Cruz was absolutely wrong. And as a Houston resident, I suspect he'll have a different outlook when he comes back to Congress after the holiday. And in 2005, after Hurricane Katrina, for the first time, Republicans demanded spending cuts in exchange for federal disaster relief funds. Here's Vice President Mike Pence back when he was an Indiana congressman. Let's figure out how we're going to pay for it. Congress must ensure that a catastrophe of nature does not become a catastrophe of debt. So if we can't cut elsewhere to hell with disaster victims, again, I think now Vice President Mike Pence may have a different outlook. Congress also faces a deadline to reauthorize the troubled National Flood Insurance Program by September 30th. The program is $24 billion in debt due to previous flood events, and previous efforts to reform the program have been repeatedly blocked by the real estate industry, home builders, and development interests. Finally, a few weeks ago, when President Trump revoked President Obama's updated flood standards for new federal infrastructure, Trump also reinstated disaster aid rules that require rebuilding to the exact same design as before. That blocks officials from rebuilding a flooded structure, say, to a foot higher to avoid the next flood. They have to rebuild it the same way it was. Thanks, President Trump. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Oh my god! Are you on cocaine, son? All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, what kind of drugs are you on, son? All right, uh, we got a full house here on Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition. Of course, uh, rain is off tonight, uh, but we do have back with us right now Mr. Joe Santorsa from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, celebrating some uh, birthday festivities out your way, but you're uh, full of cake and back ready to party, right? Yes, I'm a little drowsy from the ice cake and ice cream, but I'll be okay. Okay, all right. Uh, You're not lactose intolerant or anything, are you? Oh, we'll find out. Okay. Give your shards. <laughs> oh, do I need to break out the flarp already? So uh, uh, you might have. To. <laughs> it's too soon for that. I'll just play this. Uh, 
Uh, but uh, and of course, joining us, uh, sitting in for Rain, who uh, it's her birthday and she's on vacation. Uh, but Cat, uh, my sister from another Mister in Columbus, Ohio, the heart of it all. Welcome back to the program. Hello, I Kat? can barely hear you. What? I, I think. Sorry hear. about that. I had the microphone turned up when I went away from the desk. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> You're back though. Cat that's hardly I, at all. That's all that matters. Are you there? Uh, can you hear me now, Pete? Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Good. Sounds like we're turning into a Verizon commercial here. Um, so, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, from Mike check radio, the dynamic duo, the dream team, uh, in Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle, the rogue DM. Welcome back, Michelle. Hello. Hello. And miles, our galaxy master. Welcome back, sir. Yes. Ready to roll. All right. And last, but definitely not least, uh, Mr. PS Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, where it is, it's un- it's uh, it's unseasonably cool for you uh, right there, right now, isn't it? It is. Uh, my my spousal unit spent the day making little jackets for the bees. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's adorable. But you know, do, what does it have it to be the bees? Hmm? I mean, that, bees. I mean, c- couldn't she make jackets for something else? I mean, oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Had to be done. Had to be done. He coughed if, at the yes. end there. If you listen real close, he coughed up a little bee sweater. That's true. So, <laughs> so. that's true. Besides, those be- were hot bees. Hot bees. Hot bees, yeah. everybody. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> let's it's go ahead. It is hot puppies. Yes. And, and, and also, those bees are so ugly, they look like they've been hit with a bag of hot nickels. Why they got to be hot? So <laughs> that was a funny conversation I actually had. Uh, well, I was I walked into a conversation with two of my coworkers uh, one time. And um, they were they were they were talking smack about uh, there was two women talking smack about another woman that they didn't like. And then uh, the one one woman said, she's so ugly. She looks like she's been hit with a bag of hot nickels. And the other girl looks at her and a uh, woman looks at her and says, why do I got to be hot? <laughs> yeah, why not a fistful of dimes? Well, no, I mean, you know, yeah. is, is she is she isn't isn't just getting hit with a bag of hot, uh, nickels uh, enough? Why why do the nickels have to be hot? <laughs> so I know I know the reason why Susan. Thank you though. Susan's like because hot nickels would leave a scar. So anyway, why they gotta be hot? I love that Susan. And I always say why they gotta be hot. So it's it's funny because you know it's 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 a very observational kind of thing. Anyway, uh, so Cat, you are going to do name calling for us tonight, correct? Is that what we decided? I believe that is. My memory is shot. So anyway, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. Biscuit. Okay, um, just give me a moment here because my chat window is being uncooperative. All right. In, In the chat room tonight, we have Beilua, Clinster66, Crito, Destroyer Kurt, 
Francie, Jay Colley, myself, Kenny Pick, Kenny Pick Sr. Hi, Dad. I'll see you Sunday. Lee again, living on Long Island, Joe, Michelle, Miles, Moon Mare, President, and then there are a couple of more that the uh, chat list isn't scrolling down to let me see. Uh, um, well, Sheila Friend and Trojan Rabbit is what I have on the end after President. Okay. And um, we don't have any Anons. Because there's a reason and, for that. <laughs> Right. No lurkers. And earlier we had somebody new, Tom Hartman fan seven. Oh yeah, don't worry about and that person. I they were behaving when I was watching, so I didn't know if they were nope. a troll or not. No, no, no. We're we're good. Those other people that were there earlier are uh, no longer with us for good reason. Um, okay. So uh, <laughs> I did some detective work. Anywho, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm a multitasker here on Turn Up the Night. Yes, you are, and I'm proud to do that. So uh, Dana Loach doesn't like it though. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, uh, we, I guess uh, that's it for the chat. Thank you so much, Cat, uh, for uh, giving the shout-outs there. And um, we have two very special birthday boners tonight, right? Joseph yes. Santorsa? Uh, my brother-in-law, Frank. Frank! Frank! Everybody, everybody have a brother-in-law named Frank? I don't. Everybody I know. I don't. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, everybody I know. Yeah. You know what? Here, you know what? I'm going to do that again. I'm going to tell you, give you my answer. I don't. I wish I did. You know what? Nor do I. Yeah. And I have no brothers-in-law. Period. Ah, I have uh, almost three. (laughs) I have a former one, a dead one, one living one, two living ones, and then a divorced one, and then a potential future one. So technically. I guess three, if you count the possible future one and the divorced one, I guess technically it's three. I have only brothers, no sisters, and I'm not married, so... See, I'm, you're lucky. I always wanted a brother, because I, I just have a half-sister, and we don't get along so well, but it's okay. She's got her I thing going on. I have two brothers. I never speak with them. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Francie says in chat that she has a grand she had a grandfather Frank and so did I. I never had and a grandfather I, Frank. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I also had a great uncle Frank. Very nice. So I would have to find out for I don't think there are any Franks or Francises or any any of that uh, uh, any folks like that in our, our family tree that I know of. So if Kenny Pick Senior knows, he'll let us know in the chat. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, for your brother-in-law, Frank, Joe, we're going to give him think, a, uh, a, a birthday uh, baner because, you know, it only seems appropriate. But then clo- 
closer to the heart here on Turn Up the Night. Mm. Our beloved Rain, her birthday is today. Oh, beloved Rain. Yes. It's Rain's birthday? It is, and she's on vacation. Oh, let it rain. Oh, that's oh. not fair. She she has to be here. Yeah. Well, and, she'll... and it's a milestone, but I'm not going to say which one. Eh, eh, banana royal. So. <laughs> and I see that Francie yeah. has Francie has two birthdays too. Oh, she does. Uh, what are, what are those? Her sister Mary has a birthday on Sunday, and today Shaney's boyfriend Harvey. Shaney, Shaney, Harvey. Ooh, she, that. She... It's a rough time to have the name Harvey, isn't it, folks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, we'll forgive him. We'll we, give do, him we do. We do forgive him. Anyway. He didn't start <laughs> yeah, the hurricane. It was always spinning since time's beginning. So, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm sure there will never be another classless. Hurricane Harvey ever again. Yeah, that was classless. My apologies. That's true. We're done. Uh, but yeah, I so. Expect so them to retire the name. Yeah. So, uh, but. Uh, oh, yeah. It was such a bad storm. Yep. But all right, so here we go. So uh, we are uh, happy birthday to Rain, our beloved co-host, to Frank, brother-in-law Frankie. It's your birthday, and of course, uh, uh, Francie's sister Mary and uh, Shanny's boyfriend Harvey. Happy birthday! Here is your boner, Boner. Take your pick. Oh, uh, there it is. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday. Yes, and uh, and also in addition to uh, uh, you know for, for Rain because she's one of our co-hosts, we need to make it a little extra special and give her an amen. Amen. And we'll give amen. her the. Uh, also, uh, we, we should give her the uh, uh, boogity amen as well. And maybe even the Bobby yes. Briggs uh, Amen. But, yeah, oh, Pete, I know you love the Boogity Amen, so that I would do. be very appropriate. So here you go. In Jesus' name, Boogity, 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 Amen. So there we go. And uh, from Bobby Briggs from Twin Peaks. Amen! There we go. I wish I had something else special to, to play for Rain right now, but I'll tell you what. When she comes back, the next show she's back, Something very special. Mm-hmm. We'll have something very special for her on her birthday. So, well, in honor of her birthday. So, uh, all right. Um, uh, so, all right. Anything else? Any any other uh, announcements, special events uh, going on in anybody else's life we should uh, talk about right now? There. Well, there's a birthday for uh, a 10th birthday in Miles and Michelle's life. Okay. Uh Cowabunga, dude! Totally Ninja Turtle action, man. Yes. Pizza with anchovies our, and pickles. Our nephew Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. Our nephew Daniel. That's what yeah. I'm painting these my figs for. My brother's son. Yep. So, uh, what's your brother's Michelle's. name, Miles? Alex. Alexander. Alex. Yeah. How many brothers do you have? Just one. Just the Just one. The one? I've got two sisters and him. Okay. So there you go. Good sized family. Yeah. Nice. So. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're going to his birthday party tomorrow, and we'll be doing, you know, the 
I guess it's a pool party, so you know we'll just. Or I'm not going with swim trunks. I'm not going in the water, but you know we've got our own pool for that. <laughs> well, if you do decide to go in, you should wear jams and you should cannonball and say "Cowabunga, dude!" Ninja Turtles when you jump in the water. Cowabunga, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I should, but uh, maybe Michelle will be able to finish some of the things she's working on enough to take a picture and post it in the room so you can see what she's doing. I dig it, I dig it. So, now Pete, uh, you you took a, uh, we didn't really even get a chance to talk about this uh, much. You you were Mm -hmm. off a couple weeks ago for Mm -hmm. a special event. Weren't you at an art uh, show of some sort? No, I went up to Lake Superior. Oh no, I'm mistaken. You you went up to so was was it Superior or was it just kind of meh? Well, it's been a chilly, rainy summer up there, but we were you know we had set this this time you know um uh, about six weeks in advance. We always go up to Lake Superior in August. Uh, you know, and you hope to get you know three or four days of seventy five degrees you know, on the beach at Little Girls Point and and the water is good for swimming and picking rocks and walking around and stuff like that. But uh, we got one sunny day and then one cloudy day where the surf was way up and we came home two days early because mm. uh, the weather closed in and summer ended abruptly, you know. Aww. So Lake Superior and, uh, did kind of come out to be Lake Meh. Well, uh, yeah, but the you know the Tuesday we were out there was spectacular and perfect, and uh, you know it's an unpredictable uh, gitchy gumi, and yeah. uh, so uh, you know we're, we're more or less happy, uh, even though it's like you know the only the only five days off we're going to have until next August. <laughs> Oof. Well, but, uh, you know, uh, what like are you going to do in these yeah. modern times? You made the most of it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, I, I would like to uh, share a, a recipe with everybody. They got bears up there, oh. you know. There's yeah. bears. Yes. Yeah. Oh, doctor, doctor bear. He's a bear. He's squawking by the by the attic door. He says it's time to go they up in the attic. I'm walking around bears, and I'm not just talking about you know people paid to put on bear suits. Yeah. Know? No. That, no. Yeah. That would be fun though. So that would yeah. be a, a more of a furry yeah, you convention. Tell because you know the, the 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 people in the bear suits won't go for the garbage. Yeah, and then they move their arms around in a really unrealistic style, like you know, like rawr, right. exactly. I'm going to get you. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, cat. Uh, they carry off children in the night. Yes, yep. that's true. Uh, but cat, I have some excite an exciting recipe from our good friend Zelda McGregor. Did you? I don't know if you saw it on my Facebook page, but it sounds like a totally delicious recipe that i'd like to share with everybody did, did you see it cat or no no i did not oh this sounds like you know you know me i'm a foodie and i just happened to win my first chili cook-off the other day i think i might have to see if there's a cook-off for this dish and enter my own um um uh version of it but basically helps. oh man oh you're gonna love this um, this is a recipe that requires one can of Campbell's tomato soup put into a, a pot. Then you add a, a cup of water, then two packs of gelatin, stir that together, then add two cans of SpaghettiOs, and then 
you cook all that together, and then when it's all when it's all mixed together and everything, you pour it in a bunt ring, and you let that chill so you get gelatinous spaghettios in a ring, and then you fill that ring with Vienna sausages. Oh my! She literally. <laughs> I'm what? And and the thing is. I, I, I recited what I watched in the video for this recipe from Shared Food. It and it's called like a Republican sex toy. It's called Retro Spaghetti Jelly Jello. And yeah. so let me let me read the, the conversation I had with uh, Zelda after she posted it. I put that is goddamn disgusting and beautiful. That got five likes. Uh, she said, yeah. She said, yeah, it's kind of an assault on the senses. And, uh, and she says, uh, somehow even tastes just from the video. <laughs> so, and I said, it could be a Trump cult family favorite in trailer parks across the nation. And Zelda said, mm-hmm. I'm 100% certain that is. And I said, in many you ways. You great some cheddar across the top. Oh, I got a better one, one, Pete. You, it's almost a spoiler well, there, but I got a better one for that. Um, in many ways, and I, I responded to Zelda, and I said, in many ways, it's the food representation of trump tacky simple and gross um <laughs> and then uh, she she said gelatinous and chunky yeah, yeah and and she responded except we don't knew uh done use none of that jeller uh gelatine fairy shit and i said well real gelatin is made from bone marrow so the cultists probably love it and then uh anyway i'm gonna skip ahead and i put them viener sausages are real delicacy too (laughs) and i also uh, added a a a dusting of crushed cheetos would really dress it up (laughs) and she says oh yes Uh, oh and she said she said Uh, oh yes or whatever whatever walmart brand cheese i'm certain it's spelled with a a z uh, puffs are named uh but anyway go ahead (laughs) pete what were you saying uh, Joel Osteen has the rare power of being able to convert gelatin back into a hoof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh thank oh. you, Pete. Yes, he's here all night, ladies and germs. There you go. Uh, try the waitresses and tip your veal. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Lee again and Kenny Pick Sr. posted uh, pictures and videos of SpaghettiO Jello. Oh Jesus oh. Christ! I just realized it's spaghetti o jello o. So many o's. That's awesome. Yeah, it's o. And I might add that uh, Chris Christie could turn that into a camel toe. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And he could probably turn it into fifteen out of uh, out of order restrooms as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Job Johnny. <laughs> yeah, he's a job creator in that sense. So yeah. uh, I just want you to know I have the door locked to keep the cat out of this room. If you don't settle down, I'm gonna let him in. You should. You should. So uh, but you know what? After talking about that, I think your cat has a, a a response as to whether or not he wants to come into the room. I think he's saying this. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, unless anybody else has anything to add to SpaghettiO Jello, uh, I think we're going to go to the break. That's horrifying. No. I'll get my flat. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get my drink of water. A All right. Clear, get- fresh drink of cool water. I need up, Chuck. That, I'll get my. That I'll get- reminds yeah. me of some of the worst of '70s potluck dinners. Oh yeah. 
Well, the reason she sent it to me is because I around the the top of uh, my my kitchen ceiling, I have framed ugly food from fifties uh, cookbooks. So she was like, mm-hmm. "This would go great with your collection of ugly framed pictures." I'll have to take a picture of that crap and show it to you guys because there's a lot of things in my house you none of you know about, but uh, you do know that I have flarp though. <laughs> there it was. Oh, so yeah. 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 <laughs> Nobody wants spaghetti o jello flarps. Um, but anywho. Nobody knows if that's flarp or my uh, lactose intolerance tonight. Yeah, and then nobody knows if it's s- me or what I. Yes, that's right, Joe. Uh, <laughs> that's or right. if it's me after is the, the chili cook. Is it flarp? Yeah. That's right. Or uh, or memo rich. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with our full house here with me, Joe. Cat, Miles, Michelle, and Pete right after this, and we're going to see what other trouble we can get into. And rest assured, there will be Mad Libs tonight. Oh, there will be Mad Libs. So hang tight. We'll be right back after this. Now that you become acquainted with the enlightened... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. ...system, in contrast to the outdated capitalistic way of life, you are now prepared for the next step of your indoctrination, which will be most difficult. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn of the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And, uh, of course, uh, welcome back to Cat sitting in for Rain. Uh, of course, Cat and I will be hanging out a little bit tomorrow in Columbus, Ohio. Me, the Sue's Cat, going to uh, live it up a little bit uh, before I go to the Pickleheimer family reunion on Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. How many Pickleheimers will, will there be at this thing? Oof. Well, we'll let Cat say hi first, and then I'll answer your question. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry, Cat. That's okay, Pete. Yeah. I- well, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you again, Cat. It's been too long, and I think we're gonna have a we're gonna have a hoot. Yeah, we should should be able to. Uh, we'll we'll figure out what we're gonna be doing once uh, you guys get down here. 
Absolutely, absolutely, it'll be cool. We'll, we'll maybe we'll. Uh, I don't know if the if the hotel se- ha- seems to have decent food. Maybe I'll treat you to dinner there if you'd like. That, or unless there's some local delicacies uh, that uh, you can recommend. But other than that, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll sort it out tomorrow. Um, yep. and But yes, in P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, of course, check out psmueller.com or don't. Um, but uh, Pete, to answer your question. I think uh, if dad is still uh, up and around and listening to the, I know he's still listening, but he, uh, I don't know if he's still awake because I know I'm very, I have a very, I have a very soothing voice. So, um, uh, but yes, no, I, yes. I, I don't, I, I'm going to guess <laughs> and I'm going to see if he can confirm, but I'm going to guess people with the last name Picklesimer at the reunion and not just in-laws or you know uh or or you know maybe people who took somebody else's name when they were married i'm gonna estimate at this reunion 25 people with the last name picklesimer maybe 30 but there'll probably be be about 50 60 people there i would say uh, somewhere around there so we fill up a pavilion (laughs) <laughs> maybe more i i don't know I'm, I'm really bad with the gauging crowds between like 50 and 100 i don't know what what, what my problem is but yeah so pete uh yeah that there, there's your answer dad says yep so uh i don't know if it's yep that he's up or yep that 25 is is about but i think about 25 people will have the last name picklesimer there it one person will have the last name answer picklesimer and that's the Sues. so and of course, uh, I can't evoke her name without saying the prettiest girl in Cleveland. There we go. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, welcome back Mr. Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, as well. Uh, thank you for uh, coming on tonight, even though you had birthday festivities and some uh, possible lactose uh, run-ins tonight. Yeah, but at least I didn't have a spaghetti jello mold. Oh, that isn't that terrible. That's yeah, disgusting. I know. Disgusting. And, and the, the worst be, thing about it... A, that could be a sack of penises in the middle of that. <laughs> oh, see? Don't say penis, 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 penis in this house. You said sack, so I decided to make, you know, obviously it was a lot of penises in there. Well, oh, and I, I screwed up again. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to play it again. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, Joe, uh, thank you for coming on, even though uh, you had some birthday festivities. And, of course, um, uh, we're looking forward to rain coming back. But uh, also, last but most certainly not least, the dynamic duo, the Dream Team, the Dungeon Master, the Rogue DM, and the Galaxy Master uh, in the flesh from Mike Check Radio every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with, uh, of course, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Michelle, welcome back. Hello. I'm trying to keep the cats away from my, my painting supplies. Don't yep. want little paw prints all over the house. Just paint their noses <laughs> green like Ninja Turtles and go, Cow Bug, your nose is green, brah. Uh, <laughs> and, and also, Miles, uh, welcome back, sir. Yes, hello. Greetings and salutations. Greetings. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, should should we play the Gorka uh, greetings thing uh, for <laughs> Rocky Mountain Mike uh, made that? Um, sure. Let me sure. see if I can copy it. So, <laughs> all right. I don't know if you're Hungarian enough, Miles. 
Well, <laughs> I know yeah. yes, no, thank you, and one, two, three. <laughs> mm. Well, that's a that's a that's a, a few things. Uh, so, uh, but uh, that'll get you through a Trump rally. Yeah. So if you know how to say Heil, uh, that'll work. I'm sorry. I, I oh man, I can't find the the. Um, the Rocky Mountain Mike bet. My apologies, but anyway, we, we'll we'll keep moving along. But Mike is listening, and Mike, we talked about uh, uh, earlier tonight. Uh, we were talking about how we got uh, thrust into introducing the sexy liberal show in Columbus, Ohio, with Tom Schaefer. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I had some fond reminiscing. And Mike, I know you're driving, but if you get a chance, um, uh, shoot me the link to the videos from that if you still have them uh on facebook and uh we'll uh we'll go from there or email um that'll be good so all right everybody uh oh it's almost mad lib time but we we need to open things up here a little bit and talk about i don't know stuff <laughs> uh-oh Okay. No filth stuff or just stuff. Well, no, we we no. Well, we could get filthy on the show as we have in the past, but um, we, we should uh, we should probably open it up a little, little more broadly than that. Um, okay. so uh, let's go ahead and and find out how everybody's been spending their time when they're not doing this show or work and stuff like that. So, uh, what have been some diversions? Uh, Pete, let's start with you. You and I both like very similar movies and TV shows and things like that. Mm -hmm. What have you been uh, indulging in of late? I'm totally hooked on The Preacher. Yeah? Oh, good choice. Is Is it on season two now? Yeah, and it's crazy. It's crazy. It's sacrilegious. It's uh, very funny. It's and, based. Uh, it, well, it's, it's, it's it, it stars Ruth Nega, who is about the cutest woman living today. Well, and it, it's based on a Garth, or, or is it a is it Gar- a Garth Ennis um, comic book? Search me. Uh, well, it's based on a, a Vertigo slash DC Comics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch it's and um uh it, yeah and it's uh i think garth ennis wrote it i'm it's not sure just about as flipped out as any television show on i tell you that much so how is arse face on the show uh you know he's a good actor <clears throat> and i think he's maybe gonna get out of hell oh see that might be uh, a bit the, of only, a the only there. flaw with the show is they got a really shitty hitler uh, he don't look like Hitler. He don't move like Hitler. A shitler? Well, Adam Hebert would appreciate yeah. that. That's what he calls Trump, shitler. He's, he's more of a, kind of a crappler, you know, but uh, <laughs> uh, what, whatever the case, every, everybody else is just remarkable. It's a wonderful show. It's very well written, uh, and it's an incredibly uh, twisty and funny and sacrilegious. And aside from that, while we were up north, we were the only two people in the movie theater to see Dunkirk. Oh yeah, which I think is a masterpiece of a movie. Well, we had Theo on to talk about Dunkirk the other day. He's a you know Theo uh, is a pilot and is a big buff of aviation and you know 
uh, whatnot. And he said uh, that the aviation sequences were just amazing. And he talked about the Spitfires and everything that were in it. Um, they were real. Yeah. That wasn't CGI. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, dressed up a bunch of old planes to look like Spitfires and what have you, <clears throat> and uh, and then choreographed, uh, you know, the uh, the airplay, and uh, it was unreal. But uh, yeah, the the the, the uh, just the entire screenplay and how how the various stories were woven together in real time is uh, is spectacular. Right? It's it's gifted. Uh, in every sense of the word, uh, great movie, probably movie of the year. Do you think it's uh, Nolan's best film yet? Yeah. Nice. I do. Nice. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, oh, by the way, everybody, Rocky Mountain Mike just posted in our chat room the video of us introducing uh, the sexy liberal show in Columbus many moons ago. How many years ago was that, Cat? Was it uh, five years ago? Oh, twenty twelve, right? So, yes. yeah, it was right before, of course, it was like, you know, because uh, I, I remember screaming something like, yeah, Ohio's going to go Obama or something like that. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there it is, everybody. You can open that up and bookmark it. And uh, but uh, so, all right, well, Kat, what have you what have you been uh, wasting or spending time on outside of, uh, you know, everyday um you know, work and duties you might have around your homestead? Well, I've been um, working my way through Game of Thrones. I uh, started watching it about a month and a half, two months ago, and just about finished with season five at this point. So, so I'm almost to the point where I'm caught up. I should be caught up within a few weeks. And I'm getting ready for this uh, fun little uh, D&D-like uh, Pathfinder game that uh, I'm going to be involved with. And As am I. With, with, with Michelle, yeah. yes, who has just dropped off the call, and hopefully you can get her back. And um, other than that, been playing some games online uh world of warcraft which uh i know michelle plays i miles do you play or not yes i do okay i i just don't have you on my battle tag list so i oh. don't know for sure and um and i also play a little bit of uh, Neverwinter Online, and then you and Adam were getting me involved with Talisman over the over uh, Saturday night. <laughs> well, did you, Sunday did you like morning. It? Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was about, what, quarter after three when we knocked off? <laughs> I thought it was more like a quarter till three, but I can't remember. I think it was a quarter after <laughs> All right. Well, it's I don't know. The latest I've been up in a long freaking time, but I enjoyed it, or else I wouldn't have been around that long. Well, you'll have to you'll have to join in in one of our uh, Sunday afternoon games with uh, Miles, Michelle, and uh, Shane, and of course Adam as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, but yeah, I. This this past Sunday, I was on Tim Coromel's show, so I wasn't uh, able to do anything like that this past Sunday. 
Sure, sure. And uh, all right, well, uh, Miles, what what have you been uh, getting into outside of gaming and all your other stuff? Well, yeah, gaming is my main thing. Um, right now, the biggest project I'm trying to work on is this little diorama that Michelle and I are making for mm-hmm. John Fugel sang, which uh, is. I'll, I'll just describe it in short. It's well, hold on, uh, just r- hold on, real quick, Michelle, you're back. Yes, I am. All right, across the keyboard. There you go. The okay. Uh, that's so, all right, door is locked. So the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so what happened is we we yes. went to see uh, the the sexy liberal tour show uh, back in uh, the uh, um, on Trump's inauguration, and we gave John a fig of a little droid and you know he was very pleased with it and uh so we're gonna top that it was just the fig it that's all it was nothing fancy it was just a painted up fig mm-hmm. so right now what i'm my big project that i'm working on is a diorama like what you got you got this little mini diorama which oh. is like two inches by two inches by three inches right love it love it and Yes, well, I'm making John one that's like a four inch by four inch by seven inch or eight inch. Ooh. This is much, much bigger. So basically what it is is just imagine nice green terrain, nice flat green grass. And right in the middle of this four inch by eight inch area is a big round cylinder with the toes of an ADAT peeling off of it. So think of an ADAT foot. So I'm making a homemade ADAT sure. foot. Oh, and wow. on one side, on one side of this ADAT foot is a bunch of stormtroopers in positions of trying to, you know, they're aiming their guns and covering and, you know, standing at attention or what have you. And on the other side of this ADAT foot will be another one of John Fugelsang's figs. And this one's going to have an orange lightsaber. And it is also going to have an arm moved up in a position. And I'm going to have a, I got some like fishing leader wire and I'll, I'll, I'll try and I'm going to put a rock. Like use that to make it look like a rock is just floating a foot or two off up off the ground, and he's using this rock as a shield as he advances upon the uh, these uh, stormtroopers, and there'll be bodies of stormtroopers laying on the ground around him, and, and bushes that are cut in half, and all kinds of stuff like that. And I'm going to title the diorama. Okay, so what was our plan B? <laughs> That's that's I, that's what I like to think of it anyway. So that's the big project I'm working on right now. So I'm, that's the plan. I gotta crack get cracking on it to get it finished by uh, oof, the 23rd. Their sexy liberal tour in New York. It's gonna be a hell of a drive. Mm. And we're going up to see Rain. That's right. See Rain on that Friday night. Yes. That's right. So. And. Uh, yeah, but th- that sounds exciting, and and also, how do we find out what John Fugel sang's preferred lightsaber color would be? Oh yes, yeah, I was trying to, I was tor- torturing myself trying to think of how I could call in the show and not, you know, tip anything off. And then you just volunteered up. Oh, ask him, and you you sent him a little text, <laughs> just like, hey, hey, John, and he and just volunteered the information, asking for a friend. Yeah, and, and it was yeah. literally, it was know. literally. I, I, Asking for a friend, not you know, being a, a creeper, a yep. weirdo. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No stranger just come up. Hey, John, if you had a lightsaber, what? Could-? No, no. It was like, yeah. So you know. So. Uh, <laughs> and I was oh, like, yeah, it's we'll a real question. It's a real yeah. question. But yeah, uh, I yeah, need to know. Very legit. He probably oh, had. Oh, he, oh, oh. 
He probably has a good idea, though, what's going on. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, does he we'll know see. we know you? He I don't pro- think so. It's, gonna, it's probably gonna, easy to deduce. Ignorant. I don't know. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. So we'll, we'll find out. But but Michelle gave me this wonderful little fabrication idea, and I'm going to go with it. We have these little like tea. They're they're little tea light. Um, uh, they're little tea lights. You know, little candles, mm-hmm. but they're LEDs. And they and when you turn them on with the little uh, three the, the lithium batteries, the LED gives this flickering look, and it looks like a flame. Yes. So I busted up one of those. They're they're dirt cheap. So I busted up one of those, and I took out the LED, and I lit it up, and it's got this nice little orange look to it, and it flickers with light. I am going to put that in the ground and cover it with something, but it'll aim the LED light up at his figure and give that lightsaber a glow, and it'll illuminate him. Like when you remember seeing John Boyega in the trailer, and it showed him mm-hmm. light up that blue lightsaber, and he glowed all blue. So, yeah, that was Michelle's suggestion. I'm really looking forward to fabricating that. So I'll hide the I'll hide the electronics underneath the AT-AT foot. There'll be plenty of room. You are a madman. That sounds amazing. That's great. So... Uh, all right, Mr. Santorsa, it's your turn. What 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 are your some of your guilty pleasures of late? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't call on me next. Well, what <laughs> do you do you want more time to think? Should I talk to Michelle real quick? No, uh, no, no, no. I mean I I could I could talk. I could talk. I play tennis a lot. Well that's a good tennis. thing. You didn't know that about me, did you? I knew no, no, a- you've talked about it before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a big tennis fan. I play a lot and uh i went to the u.s open uh in flushing yeah and uh enjoyed watching the pros play who know really how to play this year Unlike the people i play with yes yes no we sure. go every year our tennis club goes there yeah who, who yes. are there any big names in this year's u.s open would we know uh was um, uh you probably know uh venus williams and i was gonna i couldn't remember i was like what is it it's a uh, greek goddess what's her name so <laughs> venus yes yes uh, her sister had her baby uh today oh congratulations yes uh uh she's not in the tournament obviously <laughs> yeah uh maria sharapova was uh, made her comeback this 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 year. She had a 15 month suspension, as you know, for for doping. Uh, so it was yeah, it's just, it's exciting. And of course, my favorite sports figure of all time, Roger Federer. Okay, is uh, po- poised to uh, to once again be the U.S. Open champion. I hope. Uh, but he's he's a wonderful guy. He's a great role model for kids. He is the anti-Trump, I would say. And uh, if you knew anything about Roger Federer, he's uh, he's just a great guy, and yeah. uh, a gr- and probably the greatest tennis champion ever. So you know that's what I do with my time. And uh, we just finished uh, watching. Well, I'm watching House of Cards. Yeah. On Netflix, and then I saw a version with uh, with uh, uh, oh my my mind went blank. The British version of House. Oh, I saw the British version. I saw the British. Version. Okay, so the, never mind. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That, and we just finished up House of Cards. Uh, we're finishing up the new, um, the new uh, uh, edition of Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. 
I think we have three more episodes to go yet. I got to get back to that. And we recently rewatched all seasons of Arrested Development and laughed our oh. asses off. That <laughs> well, uh, oh man, that is that is worth doing. Yeah, a, a few years ago I did that. Douche <laughs> chill. Yes. You should you should really tape yourself and listen to your your uh, wording. There's always um, money in the banana stand. Yes, literally, <laughs> there is money in in the banana stand. You burned it down. <laughs> hey, T Bone. Um, yeah, some of your best drops are from there and Thirty Rock. Yeah, which I do. have a a, yeah. a a connection, obviously. Oh yeah. Definitely. So yeah, so uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. We're gonna move on to the Handmaiden's Tale uh, next. Yeah, I need to uh, watch I that know. series too. I'm looking forward it's to that. It's grim. Is it on? Is it on? Did you say it's on Netflix now? Because it was on Hulu. It's on. Uh, no, not Netflix. I think it's, it's on, on Hulu. Hulu. It is on. Yeah, Hulu. I'm gonna say Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hulu. Yeah. We'll be moving on to there. Well, I get them. I get Hulu. I get well, them all streaming. You, you know what I've been rewatching? Uh, Susan and I. Well, I, I just plowed through The Office uh, a few months back, and now we're doing mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. Well, The Office Which, uh, has a Scranton connection, as you know. Just a, and, a touch. Uh, they used to come here once a year mm-hmm. to collect uh, stage props. Oh, yeah. From local businesses. Froggy? Yeah, Froggy 101. Yep, <laughs> Froggy 101. And, uh, Did they yeah. kidnap people? Uh, <laughs> no, but some people stowed away. Okay. We're never seen again. <laughs> and they also, they also try to take... One of the worst things they do there is when they have winter scenes, they, they use shaved ice for snow. And anyone that lives in Scranton knows that that's not snow. Especially after ice. last winter. Yeah. But but uh, that, that that's very annoying. Yeah. Plus, uh, you know, some some of the the sun uh, angles are not right in the winter because there is no sun here in the winter. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, Joe, um, uh, that all sounds amazing. I'm so glad you rewatched uh, Arrested Development. I think you've kind of inspired me. We might have to go rewatch Arrested Development. Oh, because it's. I think that better could be, the second time around. You know, and the, I, and the, I'll tell you, I, the new Netflix version is is, is good too. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I think the new one. Uh, I'd like to watch that again too. What a fun, sexy time for you! Because you know, it'd be a fun, sexy <laughs> yes. time. But uh, all right. So last, uh, but most certainly not least, uh, in this segment, uh, Michelle. Other than painting Calabunga Dude Ninja Turtle uh, uh, <laughs> miniatures. <laughs> What else have you been occupying your time with? Any uh, uh, you watched the Defenders? I assume. Yes, yes, I did. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, we just anything else? The tick. Oh, I haven't started watching it. I watched the I watched the pilot for it, but I haven't watched any of the the f- first season. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Uh, we watched that all the way through. Okay. Um. And see what else. Um, uh, we're catching up on Jessica Jones because we're still, you know, season behind in that. We're doing the Luke Cage that we haven't seen, you know, so I can figure out okay. why he ended up in jail. Um, oh yeah. 
and uh, uh, no, not 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 much else. You know, just busy. You know, doing house stuff. Yeah, well, know, that's a fair. The house. That- so, that's a that's yeah. an honest fair amount of stuff you're going through there and i hope you really enjoyed jessica jones yeah. that's one of the best uh, uh i would say daredevil season one and jessica jones season one are tied for me for the marvel netflix series although i did enjoy luke cage season one quite a bit but um you know that's neither here nor there but another oh, thing enjoy. another thing you guys might want to talk about tomorrow on mike check radio the reviews are in for the Inhuman series, and they're not good. Oh no! Yeah, I don't like reviews, anyways. But oh, that's yeah. a shame. I well, mean, I mean, like it three. Doesn't mean it won't do well, but three big nerd websites have reviewed it and are saying, "Not so good." And here's the thing, too: the showrunner on it is the same guy who did Iron Fist. Uh-oh. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the thing about TV. Once you work, you always work. Well, well, in this day and age, though, I don't know. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess you get downgraded. But yeah. anyway, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We have two Mad Libs nearly loaded for bear here, everybody, and we're gonna bears. go ahead. Yes, bears, bears, where bears, where bears. I was a teenage where bear. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, that's actually a movie I just found out the other day. <laughs> I'm a t- I was a teenage werebear. Uh, but There's anyway, critters in D and D. Yeah, I know that's good stuff. Uh, I like bugbears personally; those are awesome. Uh, but all right, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with our full house, and we are gonna finish up these two Mad Libs that you, our generous, our wildly generous chatters, have uh, nearly filled out. But we have a this few- better be good. Yeah, I think they should be solid, but we have a few more words we need to fill in. So when we come back, uh, uh, we're going to have Joe, Cat, Pete, Miles, Michelle. They're going to all fill in the blanks. So hang tight. We'll be right back with the final segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Peck right after this. This is a story of heroic deeds and the bitter struggle for the triumph of good over evil and of a wondrous sword wielded by a mighty hero when the legions of darkness stalk the land. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. It's gonna kill you with this guy. It's a 
Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go twee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. This is Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake 
is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, um, Scranton. And thank you, uh, Port St. Lucie. And Port St. Lucie once again. And Columbus. That's right. Okay, I got them all. I think I got them all there. <laughs> oh, it's so easy. to You get in that mode and you're like, thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Madison. And then you throw in all these other cities. And I'm thrown for a loop. But uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with these two Mad Libs we have for us this evening. But I do want to also add that uh, on The Night Show, I've been uh, acquiring a lot more music. Um, and I have uh, some recent purchases that I'm excited about. I have some UFO some uh, D Cooper, which is something weird that I just discovered. Not no, he's a, he's a guitarist, and uh, he worked with Herman Rarebell from the Scorpions on drums. Everybody also have Herman Z German and friends. Uh, the his album uh, Herman Rarebell's album that he did in the uh, late eighties. Uh, I have some new new Necronomicon, which is exciting. The brand new Marty Friedman album Wall of Sound that just came out this month. Or last month, I'm sorry. We're in a different month now, folks. <laughs> and, uh, yes, yeah, a, a bunch of other wacky stuff. Impelitary, Sultan, Hard Knocks, Banshee, Bugsy, Emergency, Narcotic Greed. Um, so much stuff. It's just, it's 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 amazing. So, anyway, that'll be on. Uh, please check out The Night Show. Oh, 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 oh. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Of course, uh, tomorrow, going to Columbus, going to hang out with Cat. Me, the Sue's cat, are going to hang out, go to my family reunion on Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. And plus, I got Monday off, too. Making it easy. Making it easy on me. And, uh, yeah, and I hope everybody else has a good Labor Daber weekend, you know. Or as uh, I've heard, uh, I think Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity have both referred to Labor Day as Socialist Day. And I would like to say to both of them, fuck you. I'd like to say thank you very much. <laughs> I would, too. So <laughs> uh, I, I personally would like to say thank you. and uh, But maybe somebody else has something else to say. Thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because <laughs> because oh. honestly, I don't mind the holiday being associated with socialists because that is what the holiday is. Well, yes, it too, and that's the thing: the demonization of the word socialism is is so overboard and so ridiculous; it's not even funny. How many times do we have to say, oh, you don't like socialism? Well, I guess you don't like having clean water pumped, piped into your house by the government. I guess you don't like the fire department or the police department. Or, you know, uh, you know, I guess you hated conscription when, you know, the Vietnam War or any war before that was, was happening. Well, you know, well, they they love the police department when it involves shooting people who are minorities so true true yeah so 
But yeah, I've I mean, been a socialist for many, many years, while at the same time recognizing that socialism in the United States is not possible within my lifetime because yeah. we are totally corrupt country. Pete, I've been getting crap about being a socialist for 25 years since yeah. I was in college. And from the time people tried to use it as a cudgel against me, I've mm -hmm. said, bring it. I yeah. love everything about socialism. There is nothing to be ashamed of. It's I, not the same thing as communism. True. <laughs> it ain't. And that's that's I think that's the big thing. That's the the. Hey, the, you know, Bob Hope made a movie called "I'll Take Sweden." Oh, that's right, he did, yeah. didn't he? he Michelle, did. Michelle, with Inger Stevens. Well, I'm just saying, you know, look at the VA, look at uh, Social Security, look at um, you know, the all roads. Your public works, you know, yeah, yeah. military. Yeah, the roads. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the commons as. Uh, uh, some people like to refer the, to them as. Um, but the only yeah. thing that ain't socialism is meat raffles. Meat know? raffles? No. Yeah. Meat raffles. Yeah. That's fascism <laughs> right there. I, I stay away from meat raffles. Don't At all costs. At all costs. So, uh, all right. Are you guys ready to uh, get into the, uh, the two Mad Libs we have here then? Is there free right cheese? On. There is free cheese. <laughs> Government cheese. You can't have cheese. You, that does not mix with cake. Socialist cheese. Cream right. cheese. Cream yeah. cheese and cake. Sure. Well, cream yeah. cheese is like mm, faux cheese. You know that. All right, here we go, it's Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. <sighs> All right, I'm sorry, Pete. I cut you off. You were talking about cream cheese. I'll let you finish your thought. It's wanna cheese. Yeah. Wanna che wanna be cheese? Like to be cheese, but yeah. it's just not there. <laughs> so. He's a wanna cheese. So yeah. All right. Well, I decided to do a different order on the show tonight. In its seniority uh -oh. is is what we're doing. Uh, talk about socialism. So, P.S. Mueller, you get the first uh, word on the program tonight because you've been on this show the longest. Oh. I need I need a part of the body, sir. A part of the body. Yes, singular. Earlobe. Earlobe. Earlobe it is. Okay, so, Kat, you are second in line of uh, for seniority because you've been on the show Uh, uh even before Mr. Santorso was, I need an article of clothing. Scarf. Scarf it is. And um, Joe Santorsa, next in line, seniority-wise, another part of the body. Another part of the body. Mm, chin. All right, and now we get into uh, the 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 MacGuffins here, uh, or the 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 uh, the bric-a-brac, what have you? Because Michelle, Michelle, well, we're going alphabetical miles, basically is what I'm doing. Is like, Michelle and Miles have oh. been part of the show for uh, you know an equal amount of time. Although we would have to go back and see who spoke first on the show, but I'm not going to do that tonight. So to save time, I think I called in first. So. 
Oh, all right. There, there you go. Well, but uh, as an official co-host, though, we need to. Oh, yeah, it's man. okay. No, don't worry about it. We're just going to go alphabetical. So, <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> another part of the body. Ooh. Um, tonsil. I was hoping you'd say Wang. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's okay. <Can> I <laughs> no, no, no. It's all right. Uh, miles, a verb ending in ing, my friend. Mm. Let's go with swallowing. Okay, swallowing it is. All right, we are all we're about ready to cross the finish line here. Back to square one. P.S. Mueller. Yes. I need a verb. You need a verb, do you? I do an action word. Hustle. Hustle. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, cat. I need a number. In honor of Adam Hebert, 42. 42. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, Joe Santorsa, we need a noun, my friend. Um, facts. News? No. A okay. facts. Like, very, very good. a red. Facts. I got it. Uh, Michelle, I need a place. Detroit. <laughs> All right. And for Miles, I need the name of a Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go John McCain. John McCain. Okay. Senator. And what? what's that? Senator John McCain. Yeah. Senator, okay, so yes. Senator, Senator. I'll put that in there. Um, and uh, let's see. So back to you, Mr. Mueller. We need yes. a verb ending in ing. A verb. Well, that would be a gerund, then, wouldn't it? Huh. Um. Well, uh, bending. Bending. There you go. And, uh, okay, so uh, here we go. Uh, Cat, a type of food, plural. Ding-dongs. Ding-dongs. Oh, my God. This is going to be the best sentence ever. I thought thought you'd go with the Jell-O SpaghettiOs. (laughs) That is nice. No, I don't want a wretch, Miles. No, no. (laughs) Nobody wants to barf on air. Uh, All right, Michelle, you get the final word. A verb. Uh-oh. A verb. Um. Paint. Paint. Yeah, paint. Painting. All right. Painting. You got it. Here we go, everybody. It's the, on my the, mind. <laughs> on your, and probably on your fingers too. So. Oh, everywhere. <laughs> All right. So this is sure? from. Um, oh, uh, say it again, Michelle. On my shirt, on my table, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I heard a trickling of fluid there. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> all right, so this is from the my big fat Mad Libs. Get the party started, Mad Libs. 
The first one is uh, called The Hippie Shack. Is everybody ready to enter the Hippie Shack? <laughs> anything like the Love Shack? It didn't. It didn't have a door. It had beads. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna save the Hippie Shack for a second because I think it'll be more funny. Um, so uh, we'll, the, the first one we're gonna do is called Happening. All right. So uh, run, don't hustle to join 42 of your closest friends at the greatest swarthy outdoor musical experience of our effusive generation. This, <laughs> this once in a Fox event is guaranteed to provide a flouncy weekend filled with music, peace, love, and penises in the picture X. <laughs> In the picturesque setting of the uh, of Detroit, bands such as <laughs> Spicy Warts and John McCain and the Deer, the Bending Ding Dongs, and many more will be rocking the sourdough all night long. This feline happening will take place rain or dusk, so paint accordingly. It's sure to be a legendary slow mode. <laughs> oh, oh wow! <laughs> slow mode was a <laughs> see that that was funny. That was funny, but I think the 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 hippie shack is going to be the the funnier one. All right. So again, everybody, picture a hippie shack in your mind with the colors and, in the palettes of your mind. All right, the hippie the canyons. shack. <laughs> Are My you? My mind's a- full of canyons. Oh yeah, are they are they grand? No, they're just canyons. Faces of stone. Yes, you know, like Elvis, you know, memories, you know, press between the the pages of my mind, you know, canyons (laughs) and shit, you know. Maybe I should read this one as Gordon Cole from Twin Peaks. I should try that. Would you like me to read this as Gordon Cole from Twin Peaks? I'll do it if you'd like. Go ahead. I, I'll second that. Okay. This Mad Lib is entitled The Hippie Shack. Are you a hippie wannabe? If so, visit The Hippie Shack. They'll outfit you from head to earlobe in the colorful, sweltering clothing worn by those cauliflower-loving flower flippers of the 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> cauliflower loving flower flippers that's flower the flippers. name of the that's the name of the show tonight everybody cauliflower loving flower flippers uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ that's amazing we suggest starting with basic bell bottom shovels preferably a vintage pair with stiletto shaped patches sewn over the holes then select any scarf with fringe, tie-dye, or psychedelic worm pattern. <laughs> you can accessorize your chin's content. We have some fantastical belts and toasted jewelry with the peace rake prominently displayed. <laughs> I get a peace rake out back, but it won't do shit because it it feels bad for the leaves. Um, (laughs) 
or you can wear strings of beaded loafers and we have scarves that wrap around your tonsils trust us <laughs> when you step up out of the swallowing room into your cool new threads you'll not only look like a groovy booger you'll feel pretty smelly too Gordon Cole out <laughs> That was that was pretty that was pretty stunning. You know it the, the great guitar player Eugene Chadbourne used to have a rake that was spray painted purple and it yeah. had a guitar pickup on it. And he would come out and wail on this thing and sing purple rake all in my mind. Wow. And it was it was special. It sounds like it. Wow. Far out, man. Oh, was he one of those cauliflower loving flower flippers of the 60s? Yeah. Yeah, that's far out, man. Cauliflower loving flower flippers of the 60s. That is the name of tonight's show, everybody. So, uh, there we go. All right, good job on the Mad High school uh, picture. (laughs) Moon Mare says, Groovy Booger made me laugh out loud. So. Uh, groovy booger. Groovy boogers in my lifetime. Modus operandi. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, so. Modus operandi. Yeah, so. Well, Uh, you know, it's been 50 years since the summer of love. I was 16. That went well. I, I went through the summer of love unloved oh uh, what the hell yeah. i'm sorry about that joe yeah so yeah i, was, I went through I the four ref in the in the uh, sexual revolution too i went through the summer of 69 in non-existence so you guys had it better than me that's true that is true uh, that's what? true yeah what but we were waiting for you yeah <laughs> what the hell <laughs> i knew you I, I knew you were coming. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up, everybody. Great show. Thank you to our chatters for helping with the Mad Libs. No thanks to a couple different folks. Uh, but, uh, uh, oh, Caitlin Chris says, uh, I do a pretty good Gordon Cole. Thank you very much, Caitlin Chris. I appreciate the compliment. I'll send you a package of sweets. I don't know. <laughs> a uh, bag of groovy boogers. Yeah. What the hell? So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, so we'll go seniority-wise on the program tonight for Parting Shots. So, uh, P.S. Mueller, you get the first uh, word on the way out of the program. It's Labor Day weekend. Currently, the interstate not a mile and a half from here, is completely clogged with Illinoisans driving north to their cabins in a place called Manaqua, yeah. which is kind of like a theme park, but with lakes. And, uh, and they're going to go up there, and they're going to drink all weekend, and they're going to close up their cabins for the winter, and they're going to tie up their boats and bring them all back on Monday. Wow. I'm going to stay here and work. That's pretty heavy, man. Yeah. All right. Well, Pete, we'll we'll talk to you next Friday, correct? I think so. All right. Very good. So. Where else would I be? 
Mm, I don't know, but I'll let you know if I hear anything else. So, <laughs> sorry. Once I start doing the Garden Cole voice, I can't stop. <laughs> but uh, all right, Cat, uh, what do you have on the way out of the program? Um. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you in the seas tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. Um, pardon? I said it's going to be fun. Yes, it will be. And um, not a whole lot else. Just don't buy into this unity ticket crap that uh, the media are trying to sell you on. It's not going to happen. It's not going to go anywhere. So... But it was good we talked about it tonight to, you know, put things in perspective. Because, you know, it was like, yeah, the, no. today was the first day I heard about it. And I'm like, well, you know, again, it sounds like a nice little utopian thing. But really, Republicans are horrible people. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, if it were going to happen, it would happen in such a way that it, it would be basically what you would have considered a standard Republican ticket 40 years ago. Mm, yeah. Joe yes. Lieberman. With the Democrats peeing all over themselves. Joe Lieberman? Douche. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. That, that, when he went over to the Republican convention? Yeah, that's what I consider unity. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Good, good example there. So, um, alright. Anything else, Kat, before we let you go? That's that's all I've got. All right. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, third in line seniority on tonight's program. Well, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Labor Day weekend means the Festa Italia. Ooh. All, yes, all of downtown Scranton will be closed to traffic while artists, both culinary and otherwise, will display their wares. You had me at culinary. Yes, and you will often hear the expression, take the gun, or take the cannoli, leave the gun. <laughs> That's good. Well, <laughs> we we have our uh, Greek festival this weekend downtown, so. And, well, uh, we're close. And, and I think the, the uh, phrase for the Greek festival is, uh, leave the hand grenade, take the grape leaf. <laughs> So. <laughs> Take the baklava. <laughs> and by the way, yeah. we have we we do have baklava at the Italian festival. I hey. love that shit. Oh my god! As you know well what? As, you know what somebody well needs to do? Cannoli. I got to tell huh? you right now. What somebody needs to do is they need to make a combo attack, a des combo dessert attack of baklava and tiramisu. Oh, oh. there you go. Oh. And yeah. Top it off with peanut butter filled cannoli all right boom that is the you turn up in. the night dessert that's the official dessert of turn up the night right there so <laughs> it's uh it's, it sounds far better than jello boy rd no oh, fuck that that's so gross so yeah. <laughs> but we gotta we gotta thank <laughs> zelda mcgregor for sharing that with us so uh joe oh, oh, do we we have uh, to thank her for that <laughs> that's what i was gonna say <laughs> you thank people for zelda things like mcgregor that? So, uh, well, it was timely. It is timely, quantifiable, and oraton. Sheesh. Do you know what that means? No. Yeah. So, <laughs> she should but, uh, get at least five minutes in the penalty so. box for that. Maybe. Yeah. So, jo yeah. Joe, you, you got anything else uh, to add? Uh, uh, no, other than uh, don't show me that jello mold again. 
All right. And everybody, please check out the Tim Cormel Show. Go to timcormel.com and, of course, listen every Monday Monday morning and uh, Monday and Thursday morning on the show. And we're working on the, the Thursday night time slot. I think I can't remember what it is. Monday and Wednesday. I have no idea. I have, I'm horrible with math when I'm not at work. It's stupid. Just even numbers in general. So, all right. Uh, uh, last but not least, the dynamic duo of the Dream Team in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, Michelle, alphabetically, what do you have on the way out of the program tonight? Um, not much. If you're going out on the road, just be safe. Look out for all those crazy drivers. Um, I am hoping that it's going to be a nice calm weekend that nothing untowards pops up on the news or twitter or anything yeah. like that I'm keeping my fingers crossed everyone be safe and uh i look forward to seeing you guys again or talking at you later on next week or tomorrow evening so that's right that's on mike check radio mike check radio 7 to 10 p.m eastern right here on indie media weekly caitlin chris says baklava on the bottom topped with tiramisu and a peanut butter cannoli on top of all that. Bingo. Right there. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Um, and last but definitely not least, Miles Lagan in South Florida. Port St. Lucie, what is your parting shot, sir? You own it. Own it right now. Well, right now what we've got uh, brewing out in the Atlantic is uh, Irene. And uh, she could be a very real threat. And if I had, if I was a betting man, I would say that the deity responsible is more than likely going to use it to punish a state that is voted red. But in all seriousness, uh, be safe, <laughs> prepare, watch its path. You know, uh, this isn't something to play around with. It's, uh, you know, this is this is Mother Nature at its worst, and uh, it's it's it's. <laughs> you know, it's like a bowling alley. One of these pins is going to get flattened, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll just stay out there and spin spin itself out and disappear. And, but uh, yeah, you know. And the best advice you just, could ever offer anybody is this: Don't mess around with God's America. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. So, uh, so anything? That's I- it. Just be safe. Be prepared. <laughs> I have All one right. thing to add. Okay, go ahead, Pete. Very briefly, just remember, you know, we have three days here. And let's hope that the insane president of the United States doesn't blow up the world and everybody manages to squeak in a decent weekend. Amen. Squeak in a decent weekend. Tuesday come what may. Yes. All right. I'll give you that, Pete. I'll give you, you know what? I'll give you the the Bobby Briggs amen for that. Amen! I like it. So, all right, everybody, uh, have a safe and happy weekend. Uh, uh, I'll be, uh, I will not be on Mike check radio tomorrow, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to Mike check radio from seven to 10 PM Eastern tomorrow with Adam Hebert, miles, Michelle, and I believe, uh, John Kendall will be there as well. And, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe cat and I, and Susan will get Skype on my phone and, and, uh, hassle you guys for a few minutes tomorrow what do you think (laughs) i think we'll we'll give you a plan yeah we'll give you a report from the from the streets taking it to the streets on my jack radio but anyway it's time to wrap up our show everyone i hope you have a wonderful labor day weekend this is gordon cole signing off 
That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! What the hell? Sounds like a good idea.